Good evening. Welcome to RCR 46, September SOG. I'm Brian. I'm Nick. That's a great title for it, actually, because... How long can we live this way? How long till the rain stops coming down? You know, we're complaining here in Pennsylvania because all we're going to get out of the the hurricane is just more rain. So it's par for the course for us. I, at some point during this night, I am going to be dragging this 20 feet of microphone cable into that bathroom because I did not take my post-workout poop. So. Very nice. (laughs) I I actually had to stop at Dunkin' Donuts on the way here because I was not going to make it and my (laughs) bowels were making a thundering not heard since, well, this past weekend. So, uh, yeah. Thundering like Charles Charlton Heston. (laughs) <laughs> down from the mount thundering like the booming voice of Brian Blessed yeah uh, I need to just get another window open so we can see the super chat I think it's open yeah we're um, doing it marathon style this time because neither of us actually have much in the way to talk about yeah so, so we'll just talk to you yeah we're gonna talk to you guys and you can keep questions coming at us and you know we can just chat like old pals who have nothing else to do on a Wednesday night and who aren't for once like last week we were up against football Elon Musk on Rogan yeah and you know all sorts of other wonderful programming that Elon Blunt (laughs) Uh, delightful open a new window opening up the chat so I get another chat window chat window chat pillow so yeah come on give me the chat oh give me the chat I switched over from Van Damme to Schwarzenegger to catch up on the old Arnold movies that I haven't seen because I've never actually seen The Running Man Uh great film fantastic movie Jesse the Body Ventura might actually be my favorite part of that with Captain Freedom's workout it's just if I could pull it off I would love to cosplay him as <laughs> for New York Comic Con but I don't think I could pull off Captain Freedom uh, but yeah it's very much uh, in the mold of traditional 80s action movies mm-hmm. of it's a dystopia and you know it's the far off distant future of 2017 yeah oh and, it's really it's 2017 yeah. in that movie and so it's just completely weird in that Okay, they think that the most popular show on TV is going to be people murdering each other for mm. uh, contest. So, you know, which uh, I don't think it's any less implausible than The Purge. Right. But, meh. Or the new reality show, which I, which I should have seen coming a while ago, where they pay off your student loan debt. Oh, I just read about that. Oh, oh, oh. I almost spilled coffee. Now I'm just getting your mic, wrangle oh. the mic stand or the microphone cable up over here. Oh. Oh, I fucked it up. Oh my knee. Yeah. Oh, the little clip here that. Well. It's oh, it's oh here now. it is. Here it is. There, there. Oh, your, there. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's one of those things where I assume it's tax free that they're paying it off. You know. Like that one edition of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where the money was tax-free. Uh, huh. 
But yeah, that seems like the type of idea for a game show that I could actually see getting an insane amount of applicants. Uh huh. Because you know, look, people are people are six figures in debt. Yeah, and if the network has the scratch to actually pay off people's student loans, then yeah. you know. That'd be interesting. Well, that would be interesting. Um, hello from Charleston. Hello from Indianapolis, car guy. Um, yeah, because the last time we podcast, the super chat was on. That's probably off right now. Oh, maybe yeah. it takes a while for people to come in, or maybe we're not up against anything else happening right now, eh. are we? Ooh. Ah, well. Hello from Maryland. Hello from West Virginia. Hello, Henry. Hello, the, oh, Yay! there, it's Burgundy Burnouts. With the first five. Shout out to my friend 802 Garage for hitting, oh, 10,000 subs. Congratulations, 802 Garage, and me for hitting 99. Nice. Hey, you just keep at it, man. That's uh, literally all it is. You keep plugging away. Yeah, and and have, um, have a plan. Or more simply than that, simply make videos that you want to see. Because if you want to see them, like if you want to watch your own videos, you're doing you're doing something right. Eight oh eight oh two crew is here. Mm. Scotty Kilmer versus Chris Fix. There's this one kid who made this amazing video. Got on YouTube. Is this? He, he did an amazing uh, Scotty Kilmer impression. The, the entire thing. The uh, the edit in camera style of uh. Scotty Kilmer. The the oversimplification. I mean, I'm a fan of Scotty Kilmer, but that. Uh, I am not a mechanic enough to know what to be able to differentiate some of the more uh, uh, technical things he talks about. So I defer to Bruce Henn in in all in all things mechanical. Bruce Henn and Justin Kramer. Well, my thing is like, how many automotive personalities are actually impressionable, like capable of being impersonated? Yeah, and, and for enough that people would want to watch. Yeah. Justin Porterfield, thank you, sir. I'd like to hear you got your guys' opinion on the much maligned Porsche 996. If you ever make it back to Portland, you're welcome to drive mine. Email already sent. Very nice. Uh, crap. Is a 996 a version of the 911? I want to say I yes. I don't um, know. Because I... I vaguely oh, no. recall hearing about Our, this. The nine nine seven was the one we was the one I drove at Harris Hill. Ah, I think nine nine seven point nine one. It's 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 almost like Porsches like Ford and it, with their mid year changes and and stuff like that. Yeah, and changing uh, the numbers. much maligned Porsche nine nine six. I guess that's the one before the nine nine seven. Well, is that what? the one with? The, it, it, help me out, guys. Is the Porsche nine nine six the ones with the headlights that look like fried eggs? They're all droopy and saggy. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, Justin Portline said with the, 911 with, with the, the egg, egg headlights. headlights yeah. I get it. Okay. my Now I know what the one you're talking about. And if you drive a Porsche like that, every single person who knows anything about cars, even me who knows very little about Porsches because they never were in my world, knows, oh, that's the cheap one. <laughs> because, oh, that's the one you buy on Craigslist yeah. for nothing. And then you get to be a Porsche guy. I think, and here's my thing, right now, the 996 is the autocross Porsche beater. Like, it has fallen to the level, like, there's there's no prestige between the 996, 911, and the Porsche Boxer of the same year, mm. or Boxster of the same year. They're the same, just sort of beater-type car. That's the way I think of them. Yeah, it's, I mean, the 996 is 
it's the entry level in the sense that like if you're a white belt you get your white belt and now you can call yourself a martial artist yeah you get yeah. the 996 now you now can call yourself a porsche because you porsche have the 911 guy. yeah yeah are you a Porsche person if you're driving a Boxster? And eh, maybe not, but you are if you're driving a uh, 914 or or uh, or a uh, oh, what's the front engine one that everybody gets? Steph Schrader races one. Ah, crap. Man. It'll come to me. Bryce Tyler says unmolested CRX on my local Craigslist for six thousand. So perfect. My first question on an unmolested uh, Craigslist that's that's that cheap is okay. See, if it were like eight thousand, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty good. But because it's cheaper, I'm wondering uh, has the ignition barrel been punched out? Like your first question with uh, with CRXs is, are they stolen? Mm. It just happens. Do it's they have hot. that dent where people try to crow, crowbar open the door? Oh, it's the 944. 944. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, thank you. 944 is a cheap way to call yourself a Porsche guy. Um, I mean, that is kind of a problem of depending on where your area is can determine whether or not it's a hot <laughs> CRX. Right. Uh, if, I mean, if, if I found like a completely unmolested crx in like my hometown i would be suspicious yeah 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 i gotta stop shortening words like that <laughs> jeff v says your back catalog of podcasts got me through some tedious drives and flights lately thanks for the insight and laughs hey thanks hey, jeff thank you thanks that... for, and thanks for downloading them and and listening to them on a plane that's actually and shout out to anybody who downloaded this in the future and is on some flight somewhere <laughs> yeah hopefully it... we'll cross each other uh next month when we fly to austin texas there will be a rcr meet in austin texas um third week uh it's i think it's going to be the third saturday uh in october and it's going to be at the Onnit, and you know Onnit, O-N-N-I-T, uh, at their offices and in their parking lot. Yeah. Um, Harvey Harvey Gent said, I don't have any money to spare. I can't actually make my bill payments tomorrow. I'm sorry to hear that. But just wanted to ask you if, you, if you've seen and liked the RTR montage videos. You know, I saw one earlier today. Um, I looked at one where someone made a montage of just my one-liners, and it was some of them that I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, earlier today, okay, so earlier today, you put out a tweet asking for uh, merch ideas. Yeah. And so many of the things that I saw were lines that I forgot from past videos, you know? Because some of my... Because I did those, like, weird shirt designs that, like, I didn't really like, but I'm like, for concept purposes, yeah. just something like this. If we can get, like, a designer to actually do this. And one of them was uh, No Clutch, Not a Manual. Which I like that line. Yeah. Then there's a uh, stance nation. My car's so low, I can't drive it. Which I slight misquote on that one. It's my car's so low, I can't use it. Ah. And uh, oh, there was another one uh, that oh, so fancy automotives in Hartford, Connecticut, like just a fake garage shirt. And then uh, the recent one, it was literally just brand in uh, chunk five. Like, that's all it is. Like, I have, I wonder if I put my, that, that st almost stringer tank top wife beater thing that says brand on it. 
Yeah. And just put it up on eBay and just see what happens. The Stan the Man. Like uh, the brand. original, like the original Stan the Man one. Like I'll sign it. Yeah. On the back. Like just to see if that goes for more than ten bucks or something. And then like people that. will stop asking you to bring him back because hey, the tank top's gone. The now. tank top's gone. <laughs> well, it was a pack of five. I had to buy a ah. pack of five at Boscos for that. And uh I think I have more. Like I could make like not the original one. It would I would have to have it in like blue ink instead of black yeah. ink. Well the the Stan the Man thing reminds me because we filmed it in the garage, which Okay, so over this weekend, you helped me try to install. Oh, you're I don't gonna, know why I'm saying this. I just want to check yeah, on my. Phone. Oh, he's going to check on his. Phone. Okay, so basically, um, I got a JVC uh, Bluetooth head unit. So I looked at the instructions and the manual and everything, and the assembly kit for the um, for for basically the self-install kit. And Brian looked at the instructions. He said, um, you know, I've never done this before because I got mine from Crutchfield and all you do is like they literally do all the wiring for you and the only thing you need to do is got you take like the wiring harness and just connect the thing in and you're good. Me on the other hand, I mean, I saw the directions and I thought this doesn't look that hard. So let me just, let's just take out the head unit let me see what I'm working with with the wires situation down here. And let's just, you know, because it's Friday, like neither of us are doing anything anyway. And so I thought this was going to be like maybe at most a two to three hour job. Uh, I think it was close to like eight hours by the time I actually left. And it wasn't installed because when we cracked, when we got the head unit out and actually looked at the wires, the colors were all wrong because on Mustangs, or at least my Mustang, it was kind of a completely, uh, I don't know, completely warped sort of. You have the mock head unit, you have the mock premium sound, and you have, like, okay, yeah, right, I'm off mic. Like, when we looked in the back, like his Mustang, because it's the 40th anniversary, gets the premium sound, and that his his he has two drivers. This is like an 04 Mustang has two drivers for both subs, but they're deck subs in the back. So there's all these extra wires go into this double din head unit. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, and what ended up happening was that. I had to uh, basically get a bunch of butt connectors from the hardware store. Like I made a hardware store run. And then, uh, you know, as I was clipping the wires and then stripping them, I was getting them together. And basically, you know, cause I looked up a diagram online for, all right, this color in the 2004 Mustang of wire goes to this one in the head unit it's just uh, in the aftermarket head unit and it's very weird um uh, and oh to jacob langston who's saying he didn't real fart in my mic uh could have been silent but deadly uh all i know is that by the time i was done uh and had everything clipped and in the respective wiring it just didn't work so I ended up having to take it to Geek Squad and yeah, basically I comprehensively fucked the wiring. So 
what would have been like maybe $40 from the initial quote, they added like another extra $30 on the of labor on the charge, specifically to unfuck all the fucking that I did on the... Oh, and sorry for dropping so many F-bombs on mic, but it's kind of worth it in the sense that, okay, for sound, basically the original head unit in my Mustang... Uh, it has a very sensitive volume, you know, it's, I, I don't know, it's almost like a clitoris. It's just, you touch it a little bit and it goes to 11. Um, and then it's kind of, I, I, I don't know. It's, I don't want the sound at max all the time. And also the CD player gets stuck. I've had a CD in there that hasn't seen the light of day in two years now. Uh, it, there's no aux jack. So basic. Oh, and the radio is like, I'm not going to listen to top 40 radio. I'm sorry. So basically I'm, I just have this giant cup and I stick it in, uh, I'm gonna stick my phone in there. I put on a podcast, stick my phone in the cup. I get a little bit of like amplified sound, or I have this little, uh, gramophone thing that you put your phone in and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you get sound. So that's how I was driving around and listening to case file and doing all of this, you know, all the other stuff that I was trying to get used to doing. Uh, you know, I just want to enjoy listening to my podcast and my music and stuff without having to strain to hear it. But now that that thing's in there, you know, I was listening to case file all the way up here. It was delightful. I was, I put my Spotify on shuffle and I, you saw it on Instagram. Yeah. Of, uh, one of my songs came up and it's just strange seeing, you know, like my name on the display. Did they hook up the phone, the microphone for your phone? Yes, they did. Nice. Uh, it's did right there. Oh, on they the, put it right in front? On the desk. Yeah, right in front. Nice. Or, or not on the, the uh, tachometer. Like, you know, the, the display. Okay, cool. Um, and it was fantastic. Uh, they were done in an hour, maybe two. Oh, fuck uh, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God they were damn. in and out. And those guys do uh. good work. And there's um, a lifetime uh, warranty on any labor if anything goes wrong. Oh, okay. So if I bring it in and something's wrong and they can fix it without any extra like parts, yeah. because I had to, uh, I was going to pay $17 for another wiring harness because I thought that that one was like bone, but they're like, turns out you didn't need to buy the wiring harness. So whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's pretty good honesty in the sense that, you know, if they were shady, yeah. they would have just charged yeah, me the seventeen dollars. Oh, you need a new one. Oh, okay. and you got all this wrong with you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the saga of my head unit and why in self-install is never really self-install unless you actually have some idea of what you're doing. Did they tell you what they needed to do? No. Okay. Because. I felt so impotent that whole day. I was in a lousy mood by the end of it because while Nick was putting his head unit in, I'm right next to him with the Falcon diagnosing carburetor issues. Like, I understand carburetors. Yeah. Um, I'm there disassembling it, cleaning it, uh, and I'm adjusting idle. I'm adjusting my throttle valve pressure, like all mechanical stuff that I can do, but I don't know how to hook up a head unit. It, it, it drives me nuts. And I talk to other more, you know, modern folks younger than me who know all about fuel injection. They know all about wiring and they say they'll never touch a carburetor. And like, but I get carburetors. I understand them. 
And so I'm like, I, I understand this archaic technology right here that in some ways is super complicated, but if you know the roadmap to what a carburetor does, where there's a downdraft or side draft, um, you can you can make it work with hand tools. And I get that a head unit is also just hand tools. It's nothing but crimping and cutting and sticking together. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't figure it out. And when, when, when we thought we had it all together, we didn't even get power to it. No. And it what was... Frustrating. Yeah. And, but it's almost like music in the sense that people will assume that because you know carburetors, you know everything else. Mm -hmm. And people will assume, well, because you play guitar, you must play other instruments. Like, I don't play other instruments. Like, I had a fan ask, like, what other instruments do you play? I'm like, guitar is it. And I don't even do it that well. So, mm -hmm. frankly, it's just one of those things where there are some things that we're able to understand, but, you yeah. know, other things that we're, I guess, not. Yeah. Anyway, back to the question. Did you answer Will's? Oh, no, not yet. Will says, thanks for Oh, wait, being... no, no, no. This... Thanks what for being what I listen to when I fall asleep nightly. You're all invited up to Ithaca for booze and weed and whatever you want. I want to come back to Ithaca. I haven't been back there since my buddy Tom graduated from Cornell. Ithaca's a fun, fun, fun town. Great town for walking, too. Mm. They got one of those downtowns where it's just blocked off for cars and you just stroll around. They turn mm. it into a square. Hippies everywhere. I say that dismissively, but let's be honest. This is Ithaca, New York. This is... Uh, little bit of Austin, Texas. You're going to like Austin. Wow, are we going to have time to fuck around in Austin, Austin? Yeah. Austin I hope we do. Proper. Yeah. Oh, it did the thing. Okay, got to go back up to where uh, we talked uh, about Ithaca. Yeah. So, yep. That okay. one. Okay. Nick Velez. And don't worry if the super chats disappear in the thing. I have them all in chronological order. And do shout out if I miss one. Yeah. Um, 05 Legacy GT official car of other than my baby i'll mow your lawn i can have my own lawn mower the <laughs> official car of a craigslist lawn craigslist lawn care you got an 05 legacy you can fit a push mower in there if you if you pull the pins on the handles so the so the handles lie flat and you could fit like weed whackers and stuff like there you fuck up the entire interior and the rear seats never get folded up again they're always down mm. Mm, mm, mm. Brian, and thank you, thank you, Nick, for your donation. Uh, Bryson Webley, is it me or is, or is it mainly unsuccessful people in our lives who have all the motivational quotes hanging on their walls? A lot. Well, yeah, and people who have them. nothing, nothing going on in their lives. Well, it's the yeah, they're the people who need them. Like it's, yeah. I mean, well, okay, here, I have stuff live, going laugh, on love. but i mean i need motivation too hell i i basically did a woe is me tweet last night because a mutual friend uh posted a picture and i saw the person that i had a mm. thing with that i was it, it's over i'm over it but then all the old feelings come flooding back and suddenly you need like a pick-me-up so you actually go looking for quotes that will sum up how you feel and help you to feel get back to that place where you're over oh dude merch idea for joey diaz just a joey diaz doll loaded up with like a whole bunch of quotes <laughs> and you just press it and one comes out it's like the head shakes it's like little animatronics yeah the the, the 
a bunch of shit who's running things because at the end of the day you're running things yeah thanks uncle joey no, yeah they're just uncle a bunch joey of motivational joy. animatronic doll yeah and it, it really is motivational in a great way i mean <laughs> like it has a clock and it can go like whatever day it is yeah. it's tuesday motherfuckers i'm slinging dick and handing out firecrackers so you know dick out here with three hands <laughs> it's just... is that a thing or did you yeah, just no 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 he's, he's slinging he, dick with three hands that, like I woke up one morning to a tweet, mm. and it was literally Joey Diaz. It's Monday, or it's the Lord's Day, uh, and we're out here slinging dick with three hands. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the greatest. Uh, he's playing. He's playing Pennsylvania this Friday. Friday. Yeah. I, I still haven't bought tickets. I want to go, but at the same time, I think they were only thirty-five bucks. That's not bad. That's really uh, not bad. We'll look into it. Yeah. Angry Clown 1990. Roman, would you consider giving your take on the Ford versus Ferrari war at Lemons and the development of the GT480 in another RCR story? Okay, here's uh, the thing about... Like, okay, I have the next... I have the stories planned for, like, the next three of these bad boys, but the reason... it's It's kind of just... I was going through a 160-page court document last night while wow. I was still trying to, like... It's it's almost as though I'm doing term papers again in that I'm looking for sources and trying to double and triple check everything. So, yes, I would love to be able to do Ford versus Ferrari, but A, I feel like other people have already done it and would do it better. B, uh, there's already that movie that's going to be coming out that's like Ford versus Ferrari with Christian Bale and Matt Damon and yeah. the rest of them. Um, and also, it's... I don't know. I already have the next like two or so planned out after the one that's going to be coming out while we're in Austin. And it's not that, so I don't know when I would get to it, but it's definitely a story worth looking at because, you know, it's an, an interesting story. My only issue is that I feel like I've done four in a row that are all about racing. Yeah. And so I kind of want to get away from doing motorsports mm -hmm. and get back to maybe people. So, well, I mean, even if it's about motorsports, it's still a people story, but it's still, meh you know the death of a company is more interesting yeah. in some respects or uh the story of a crook along those lines yeah you know um oh and that one any plans on the 90s speed wars which we were talking about with ted well yeah we were talking about that with ted and this past weekend we had a fan of ours from toronto who offered to be our toronto fixer um, he's a cinematographer who was doing some work in Manhattan last week, and he said, well, I'll drive out and help you film, and he had all the gear. <laughs> like, some of his gear was rented, some of it was studio. It was legit stuff. His cameras were so good, they didn't record audio unless you plugged in the audio module. His, uh, the equipment to hold his cameras yeah. were nicer than any camera I've ever owned, personally. Same here. <laughs> it's just... Uh, yeah. After it was done, he told me, and this was after you left, he said, if you want help in any document, uh, uh, like big time documentary, uh, why am I having a hard time saying documentary? Documentary? Documentary. This is how you get old, man. It's the fastest on the wrong syllable. <laughs> 
documentary uh, for me to look him up. So uh, he, that's what he does. Uh, yeah. That's what he films. Huh. Um, I don't know what shows he's worked on. Uh, his name's Ivan. Yeah. And uh, um, we talked a bit about my dream uh, documentary on Japanese Speed Wars of the 90s. And he said, that's a very ambitious project. I encourage you to do something first more obtainable mm. and shorter. Yeah. That isn't quite this big mystery thing that involves this mysterious letter from the Japanese government to the manufacturers. Now, motorcycles in that era of the 90s is something I feel very passionate about. So I would have to do something a lot smaller, something that I could film so I could learn what it means to film a yeah. uh, documentary. And uh, it's funny, Ted gave me a similar talk after you guys left of like if I needed any help with the one that's coming up mm -hmm. give him a call or oh, get in cool. contact because he like if I can't find an image of something that I can use he can draw it oh and yeah uh, Ted by the way is the graphic designer who designed the RCR logo yeah and occasional uh, photographer yeah uh, on I mean he shoots. worked with a company when he lived in Norwich UK who worked with the BBC so he knows how to do this stuff mm. uh, this guy Ivan's cameras were so fancy that he uh that ted was the focus puller <laughs> like you had to have a guy pulling the focus i first learned about pull focus from watching law and order uh -huh. because that was like all the court stuff it was like jack mccoy pull focus whoever the uh the defendant is oh they yeah, would just pull focus back and forth between the him it's and all the over thing. the place um commander derp uh thank you for a i think that's australian money Thanks for all the awesome content. What do you think of the first-gen Subaru Legacy uh, Liber Liberty. Liberty? Oh, it's third-gen. Gen 3. Oh, what did I say? Uh, first. Oh, I'm sorry. Third-gen Legacy. Now, I'm not quite as familiar with the Legacies as I am with the Forester, and I... I gosh darn it, help me out, guys. What is the third-gen Subaru Legacy? Was that during or after when they had... Was that during when they had the four-wheel drive button on the top, or that was after? I think it would have been after, yeah. because if you... It's not an outback. I'm trying to think of the timeline. This is my problem. Because the Legacy, Legacy platform was always there, and then it became Legacy, and then Legacy Outback. Yeah. So when they got Paul Hogan involved, oh. that was when the Legacy became the Outback. But it was always the Legacy before. That was the same thing. They just butched it up a little bit. Got Paul Hogan in that hat with the teeth on it. Yeah. <laughs> back, back, even the Simpsons had jokes like in the 90s, the Australian stock, the <laughs> act of being Australian was super in, was so hot yeah. in the US. Like we went through this weird Aussie thing circa 1994, five, six. Ish. I mean, the first Crocodile Dundee was like late 80s, but then yeah. it kind of became this cult thing on home video in the 90s and so you had this weird you know aesthetic of you know we're putting australians on pedestals yeah we're outback steakhouse let's make a th your country themed restaurant mm. and i've never eaten at an outback the, okay the daily the, like the general the usd or whatever do, who does you know calorie recommendations suggests 2000 daily for a normal 
person's diet like one blooming onion is like 1500 calories wow granted you're not eating that thing by yourself if you want to live past the age of like 40 right still just the idea that they're packing that much in there and it's weirdly enough family guy actually has a pretty good joke about this of the outback extreme which (laughs) is just an a, a version where you know it's an outback that understands that you don't care about your health yeah so they don't pretend yeah as though you do there used to be an outback across from the um berkshire mall yeah yeah still is still is it still is and it's always uh every time i drive by there because i went to the uh spirit halloween that was over there to look for uh cosplay elements for new york comic-con yeah and there was a line and there's that, a line yes well i mean Either it was a line or they were just sitting outside waiting to be seated. But either way, it's like... Line out the door. And there's right... A weekday or weekend? A weekend. Okay. And and so, but right across the street is a Longhorn Steakhouse. And it's like the same exact menu. Yeah. Like if you've ever been to... Well, I mean, by the same company? I don't know. But I've been to a Longhorn Steakhouse and an Outback. And they have the exact same menu. Really? Like right up to the type, I believe they serve like even the same type of bread. It's like a starter. Um, I mean, they're all hot brown, cold yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just find these chain restaurants next to your Holiday Inn. Fran- franchise calories. It's oh, just that's a good line. <laughs> we should go to an Outback just to go to the bar. Yeah, it's like we go to an Outback. I, 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 I am ordering uh, some older school analog lavalier mics yeah so technically we could use a phone we could use my phone yeah. and like rcr from outback steakhouse we both clip on these lavaliers yeah. oh wait i only ordered one i could only but because each one has a receiver we'd have to share a mic mm. anyway rock you like a hurricane power fink comes to you Chinese finger lock. Greeting, Mr. Regular from the UK. Hello, UK. Sorry I can't donate. I've had all my money tied up in Talibot Alpine restorations. What is a Talibot Alpine? Talibot Alpine. Huh. <clears throat> Collab with Mighty Car Mods. I would like to, says Nope. Uh, there there have been a number of emails between myself and Blair, who's uh, Moog. Um they were generally hey what what are you doing where are you and usually they go to LA um I'll send them an email when we eventually choose to go to Australia um I may go to New Zealand may it all depends on finances and this uh investing thing I want to do with what money I've saved up um I may go to New Zealand to join Juliet and Bryce Johnson, and I may, like, this all depends on money. This is like a baller trip for myself, and then go to Australia, like, from there. Now, that's another six hours. Yeah. From Wellington, or maybe they bounce from Wellington up to Auckland, and Auckland over. I mean, I would be ka-chank, ka-chank, ka-chank. But that's in May, and like in, a, in an adult mind, it's like that's not a lot of time to save, and I have to think about paying taxes quarterly. Yeah, and that that trip for me, like there's there's no automation paying for that. Well, the, and I'm thinking that's going to be an eight grand vacation for well, me, and I can't. The quarterly thing, funnily enough, and uh, this is something that I found out from my accountant, because it's more or less what I've been doing. Because I, I'm always 
broke from paying last year's taxes by the time the first quarterlies come around. Really? So she said it doesn't really matter when you send them in as long as they get it before the end of the calendar year. Hmm. So I just send them my quarter of the income when I have the money, hmm. which is usually, you know, over the summer or uh, towards the end of the year. And then I'm all settled up before the hmm. deadline even comes. That's good. Yeah. Because uh, I, I was late with my first quarterly taxes and I thought I was going to get a penalty. So I just sent my first quarterly taxes in with my second quarterly taxes and just waited to see what happened. And then I saw in my bank account statement that, oh, they've been cashed. Months go by, nothing happens. Well, okay then. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, the... Uh, oh, wait. Rodney Kayane says, Mr. Regular, can you give a shout-out to my finance, Ash, to my fiancé, Ashley? Hello, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. My name's Brian. I'm it's Nick. a pleasure to meet you. I hope you're having a very good night tonight. Coming up, we got Miles Davis. We'll be uh, playing from authentic vinyl. Weather tonight, central Pennsylvania is 71 degrees, humidity 80 degrees, 89 degrees on Independence Mall. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the Independence Mall part that makes it. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like there was ideas for merch someone had like just the rcr vaporwave album released entirely on cassette <laughs> um so i was thinking of other ideas for merch i'm thinking i'm leaning heavily on like this is something that you can get a uh, hands-off distributor yeah like if we do more complex stuff it's the idea that i'm gonna have boxes of stuff that i'd have to mail out individually mm. and i saw that that stuff was just sitting around in boxes at matt Ferrer's house when he had his old house down in playa and it's like that's a thing that i'd have to do every day is just go to the post office um i'm willing to do that if we would do like some super uh oh someone's shouting out about rcr south africa um that's a trip um true we have to find sponsors for that um uh what was i talking about oh yeah merch um, it's going to be, it, it's leaning right now on a trucker hat embroidered with the word brown on it. You yeah. can have it in any color, but they'll all say brown. So, yeah. so there you, go. there you go. That could be a thing. Um, other, other things I could, I'm open to the idea of doing a limited run of something more specific. If it means I have to order say 20 of something, 30 mm-hmm. of something, 40 of something. And whatever these somethings are they could be signed and whenever they're gone they're gone that was something uh matt farrah suggested because they did christmas sh- christmas sweaters ah and there were only so many of them and that was something that if you do a limited run of something you maybe can charge a premium for it knowing that it's going to be around for a short time and that's worth your time to just keep running to the post office making out the packages yourselves sign a little thank you note put it in yeah i don't know i think uh hot sellers will just be very the most simplistic things like brown or brand yeah or you know just that type of uh, like an uncle pull tab shirt yeah or something along that's those something lines. that i think ted could draw like yeah. caricature of uncle pull tab yeah but then again would i want that guy would i want to wear what uncle pull tab is because uncle pull tab is this misogynist 
um, uh, red pill reading, alt-right, vaguely uh, stand for the flag, but he, he hasn't he doesn't think anything through, reads the headlines only, gears ice tea slugging. That's a specific reference. <laughs> yeah. um, just general purpose bush bush light drinking, <laughs> you know, scratch off lottery tickets. He plays the claw game by himself at the supermarket. Yeah. Um, Even though that's he the has no children to right. give the reward <laughs> to. What's up, TK here says, hey, Nor, if y'all were hats, what hats would you be? <laughs> y'all were hats what hats would you be I mean I'd be a bucket hat my one's hanging from the ceiling over there so it dries out nice mine would be this army cap which is technically what they're called Mm -hmm. Um, and the only ones that fit because it's Mm -hmm. uh, flex fit so yeah Uh, should have done real fart in Roman's mic (laughs) (laughs) Um, my poop has gone back up inside me so I think I got another 20 minutes (laughs) Uh, JSB225 says, gave RCR a shout out on my radio show. Hey, hey I have a local radio station. Any t- air tips for being an on air personality? Like, my whole on air personality is being Mr. Smooth Voice. It's good to hear you. I'm so glad you're being able to join us. I am that warm piece of bread being served to you. You weren't, you didn't know you wanted it at the uh, restaurant and they don't even advertise it but it's like at the brick house the warm bread comes i forget about it every single time i go you order something and then comes the hot garlic bread Mm. you know you're counting calories and you know you're trying to cut out carbs but fuck me warm bread delightful a little bit of butter garlic it's soft it's oh yes it's there's a little bit of singe on top it crunches as you bite into it and then it's smooth this is the type of on-air personality i like to be whatever's going on in your mind forget about it audience is mainly dads that won't let their kids touch their c4 vet because it's a classic this is the type I wonder if this could be like a Mr. Regular just talks to you. Like a spinoff uh, <laughs> thing of smooth jazz. Uh, you know, you I had a dream last night. Last night I had a dream. Kn says, "Are you ever going to get into motorsports?" Why? Yes, Kn, I am. I'm going to go down to Harris Hill Raceway, tune some hot laps, take a uh, very very heavy brown in their bathroom. I'm going to punch the walls as I do it because there will always be an epilogue to my movements. <laughs> James Welch, $2. Have you guys read Fire and Fury? It's brutal and interesting. No, sir, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I do believe it is the uh, Donald Trump expose. Really? Oh, okay. I'm going to go check on my chicken. I'll be I right back. I haven't read the book either. Or any of the uh, claims that it purports to make. Mm. I like to ignore that. RCR Voice Edition says life in 453. We've got questions about resto mods. Indeed. Yes. You know who else I'd listen to doing this sort of thing? Patton Oswalt. 
<laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> random. That's oh, another Pennsylvanian, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Ah, I'd I'd like to hear Jeff Goldblum just read the local paper for a little bit. <laughs> He'd say yes, yes. He's generally in, mildly interested about everything. He has a new show out too. Huh. It's a food show. Yeah, is I forget it, who I forget who it's with. Yeah, he gets paid to be professional or, or the top Reddit comment was professionally like, amused. Yeah, like professionally <laughs> well, interested, I think, or something along those lines. He's uh, just going around and doing stuff and being Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is a man with no down votes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the perfect. I mean, how could you argue with? Uh, yeah. Look at him. Um. Uh. Okay, we got a question about screenwriting. That's good. I'm going to check on my food. All right. Um, Brendan. Okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Brendan Store. thank you so much for $4.99. Oh, that sounded sarcastic, but I really do mean it. Thank you. Hey, guys, I'm a 22-year-old screenwriter. Any advice from terrific writers such as yourself? Also, thanks for the channel. Got me through a breakup. Uh, glad we could help uh, with the breakup. As far as screenwriting goes, I've written a few scripts, and um, it's funny, I actually got a rejection letter from Fox of all places. Now, granted, I was like 16 at the time, and it was this animated pilot, and I kind of sent it unsolicited before I kind of realized that you really shouldn't be sending unsolicited scripts, but it was a very nice rejection letter of, you know, uh, this isn't what we're looking for at the time, or something along those lines. I kind of wish I'd kept it, but it got lost in the manic collection of weirdness of when you're 17 and have no sense of organization because I've never been a very well-regimented person like Brian is. So as for screenwriting itself, I think a lot of it, well, I mean, I'm not a successful screenwriter, but of the things that I've written, it's more about what you don't say, I suppose. It's less is more. You don't have to put in these deep, you know, ex verbose descriptions to get your point across. Because the whole point is that you're trying to do your job but not take away the other person's ability to do theirs. So, for instance, like, when you put in parentheses underneath the person's name in the dialogue of how they're supposed to be acting, you're kind of taking the actor's ability to interpret that dialogue away from them in much the same way that when you try to direct the camera through your words, you're sort of undermining the director. And it's a script should read like a story and not as a clinical sort of spreadsheet of camera shots or things that are I like I kind of think of like Brokeback Mountain as a really great screenplay that manages to work as both like its own piece of fiction but as a script for the direction of filmmaking uh it's because there's a specificity to its language. Now, granted, it's because it's based off of a short story by Annie Prue, and it's one of the best short stories I've ever read. And by the same token, Brokeback Mountain is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, personally, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite movies. But uh, the script is such that 
you know, there is room for experimentation. It's just they don't recommend experimenting unless you've already made it. But the thing is, is that you still have the Quentin Tarantinos of the world who completely play with structure in their screenplays. And that's why I love reading them. You know, uh, there was this screenplay that was unproduced that I read a few years ago about a guy who runs afoul of a girl who is like a witch doctor of some kind and so she curses him so that he doesn't have a dick anymore uh and it's like me and my penis i believe uh, or something along those lines and uh there's there's this scene where the guy gets you know he's trying to get his dick back and in the corner of the screen there will be a little meter that is sort of counting the trajectory of his erection I, I really wish i could remember the name of this screenplay but it's weird in that you know it does follow a conventional narrative structure uh it's almost like big if big were about dicks and you know but a lot of great writing ideas are just what about this if you know if it were something else, which sounds like a stupid way of putting it, but you know, Titanic is literally just Romeo and Juliet on a boat. Like it's, yeah. you take these things and make them other things. Nick, I apologize. <laughs> I forgot to hit record on the zoom. Oh, H4. I'll, I'll grab it off. YouTube. At least it'll be, if we don't get no drop, get no. <laughs> and if we get any drops, yeah. it will be one file. No worries. Uh, but basically, yeah, that's kind of all I really have on screenwriting because, you know, I haven't done a lot of it. Now, if you're just talking about writing in general, a lot of it is just reading good stuff. Yeah. Like, the more you read, the better you'll get at at, at writing. A, th a technique I use is when I'm writing and I get stuck, I have a book right next to me of an artist or an artist. Oh, there yeah. writer i respect and author i respect i'll just read some lines and go and usually it's like fuck why don't i think of that oh, yeah brilliant and then because i suck so much compared to honor s thompson or theodore dreiser or hamlin garland i i will try to uh uh impress them even though they're long gone hmm Let's see. Uh, nope says, would you join a float plane club? No. <laughs> As a premonent A float plane is an airplane that lands on water. Oh, all right. That was straightforward. Nope. Only if we, only if Tony Airlines was with us. Yeah. I want to take a road trip with Tony Airlines out to Ohio because there's a guy waiting out there with a bunch of planes. And half of, like, me flying is me trying to have a relationship with my dad mm. my dad's a pilot and that's what he loves so like doing the sailplane was like yeah it was a weird thing for rcr but what i really want to do is being able to share something with my dad like as my dad ages i don't know if he'll pass a physical anymore but he could always fly right seat so that's an excuse for dad and i to go do something yeah Doc Jones 5 says, missed you last week. Caught me off guard Thursday. Thoughts on Doug DeMurio's Ford GT. <laughs> Holy shit, how hard is he balling? I mean... A Ford got, fucking GT. Gotta be balling pretty hard. He spent six figures. Yeah. Which uh, means he made... 
consistent six figures off of YouTube. Yeah. I mean, we've had some good million view videos. Yeah. Where like they're consistently making money every month. Like for us, like twenty dollars a month. Like that driving the night rider truck for the first time, or driving yeah. night rider car for the first time. Um, uh, the Mazda RX-8 video is always up there. People love yeah. that. The Rotary guys, man, they don't have a lot of content to keep them happy, so I'm happy to do that. I'll do an RX-7 FC one of these days. And But imagine if your freaking Sammy Sosa, Doug Demuro, just on juice, just popping them. Every single video, <laughs> the, the, the number has an M after it. Just pow, yeah. pow, pow. Which shows you how much money friggin' well, Google owns them, so well, yeah. they have God mode money. They really do. And Burgundy Burnout Burnout says Float Plane Club is a website created by Linus Tech Tips where people can pay for early access to a YouTuber's video. Oh. No. Nah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Don't like locking things behind a paywall. If then you we, just become if we EA. did like a short film or something like that, yeah, or something that we put considerable effort above and beyond our traditional weekly video, then I understand that. Yeah, like if you and I made like a short twenty-minute film, reacted, or we got actors, we wrote this thing. It took months to do. It was polished. It was tight. There was no fat on it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Pay a dollar. Pay pay two dollars. We made this thing that's out of our wheelhouse. Let's try to make its money back. Yeah. Hmm. Doug. But uh, yeah, I would like to drive Doug's Ford GT to Batson, California, and we're stuck in Pennsylvania. Hey, Doug. <laughs> no, Doug's a good guy. You can tell there was a little bit of jealousy in that, but I'll be, but I'll be straight for it. Like yeah, when well, we started, we were ahead of Doug. I've seen a lot of people, you know, other channels. Like, be fans of ours, be smaller than us, and then pass us. We've always been, like, this sort of... I don't, I don't want to call us, like, uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg in The uh, in, in the Fighter. Oh, as an Irish Mickey Ward. Yeah. Be like, he's a stepping stone fighter. Like, yeah. RCR is a stepping stone channel. Like, I mean, we will never, ever be huge by virtue of being disgusting, so... Yeah, it's... We're... By virtue, we wouldn't have made it this far without being how we are, but yeah. being who we are limits us to being who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine with that. I mean, yeah, let's be I honest. I, I still don't have a job. We're doing this. Yeah. Like, and living in, the, living in Nowheresville, Pennsylvania, it's, it's pretty good for us. Yeah. No, I love my life. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. Like every now and again, like when I think like if I had, if I had demuro money, what exactly would I do with it? I would still be pining for, you know, a girl or a guy to hug at yeah. night. That's that's really what I want. There's this story from uh uh Pendulet, who was when when he was like when Penn and Teller was getting big in the nineties. Yeah. Um he he knew that yeah, they're making money. Uh twenty uh, first technology says, does he only only answer super chat and said no, no, I answer I answer everything. It's just we, we go back and forth. Now honestly, super chats they pay a little bit money, but everybody deserves their their uh their little bit. Oh excuse oh, me, I just farted. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> um anyway, uh Pendulette. He was telling the story like, yeah, they were getting big, but he was still trying to hook up with this one girl he liked. And 
at the time, like either he had sex or failed to have sex mm. with her. So he goes to, for for whatever reason, he needed to go into the bathroom to either shower or clean up the junk. Yeah. And he said there were no towels in there, or if there was a towel, it wasn't good enough. Like it was like a dish towel. Like for whatever, <laughs> his lower region was extra sloppy. Yeah. So he had her hair dryer and was pointing the hair dryer at his crotch. <laughs> and it was weak and it wasn't doing its job. So he kind of tried to lower his dick into the hair dryer, like closer and closer, and then. Burned his. It was one of those hair dryers that had like the extra cone on the end of it. Oh, like like a like no. a fancy one. But he he says I burned my dick dropping it into a hair dryer, and it was like this transcendent moment. Like I'm a famous musician, and I just burned my dick in a hair dryer. <laughs> what does that have to do with me? I don't know. I guess it's me like knowing at the same time like I guess we're se successful YouTubers but I still jack off of to girls I knew oh yeah absolutely I mean I I was on the phone today with my uh, best friend Letty who is the girl the woman who I invented the term summit girl for mm. and I was explaining to her about how about this other uh woman who I was into who uh, I saw a photo of in my feed tagged and how that basically like sent me in this downward spiral last night of mm. just self loathing and I really wish that like my gym were 24 hours so that I could go sweat this out because yeah. I think part of it is there's so much healing in spite you know of just I wanted to feel better because I feel like the old adage is that everybody has their person and everybody finds their person. And I was pretty sure that like I found my person and I basically, you know, blew it up. And now it's that point where I don't know if I'm ever going to find something like that again, but in a broader abstract sense of wondering whether I even deserve to. You know, but then realizing that you have to allow yourself the freedom to believe in the things that you deserve, whether or not you ever actually end up finding them. You know, uh, you got to believe that it's something that can happen for you. And I don't even like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, it, like, I keep telling myself, like, this is crazy of like, I would have married this person mm. and I don't want to marry anyone. Like, I don't. I'm a very non-monogamous person, right? Uh, but, like, I haven't been in a relationship in eight years. But it's like, you know, at some point you miss belonging to somebody. Like, you, someone, not just someone who you can call your own, but someone who can brag that, like, he's mine. Yeah. Like, that's my guy. Yeah. And don't you talk to my like it's just my last girlfriend who's married now great for her was that in college uh, yeah, yeah in grad school actually when i first met you yeah and you uh we went out to dinner together like you me and her at uh Fuck, the, the bistro bistro uh chef allen's oh we oh yeah we got beers there once but granted like you had to uh pop off uh pretty soon but it huh. was weird in that like 
If she Man. found out what I was doing now, she would never stop laughing. Just yeah. because um, I didn't have a car then, and that was like a huge sticking point for her. Because like I was broke, I had no money. She's like, "You don't even have a car." You... Yeah. And she was like, "You can't even like sing and blah 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 blah." It's like, well, look at these nuts right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just like, like we're, we're we're on the way to L.A. to do podcasts or flying first class. I have an like, album out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Like, say what you want about Toby Keith. He has the best Stick It To You song called How Do You Like Me Now. Yeah. But actually, the the video is insipid as shit. But he he kind of like owes, owns up that he's like, I, I was, I was a, I was an asshole, but how do you like me now? Mm. Actually, it's kind of a dickish song. Whatever. It's got a good beat. <laughs> Toby Keith is like the most... He is what foreigners think of when they think of America. Mm. Like, we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Like, yeah. that's one of his lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he's, you know, I don't know. It is it is what it is. God, I hate that phrase. I gotta stop saying it. Toy Box Club. Thank you for your uh, generous donation, sir. Um, is it a bad idea to put forced induction on a stock block Fox body? No, they can take it. I mean... The, the, the thing about a stock block Fox, what, what he's talking about is a stock engine block uh, Fox body 5.0. The top end is completely built. You're fucking, well, depending on how crazy you went with your compression ratio. Either if you are interested, I have a 2004 uh, Focus SVT for sale. That's interesting because that's a fun fucking car. 2004 Focus SVT for sale. 2050 OBO. Ah, uh, shit. That takes 93 octane, though. It's mm. near Pittsburgh. That's a fun uh, car. Dude, that's... Toy Box Club. Look up my friend Justin Lose. I think his Twitter name is Mannix or something like that. He buys dumb stuff. See, I, my garage is full. It's a two-car garage. Falcon on one side, Subaru on the other, and a motorcycle shoved in the back. That's what I got. I got no room for more cars. Although I still have to buy a freaking beater for... Uh, 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 retreat from Moscow, but that's not until like January. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> that's a fun car, man. A, an 04 Focus SVT. Well, what's wrong with it that you're willing to part for part for it for two and a half thousand or best offer, which means I'll give you one thousand nine. <laughs> um, is it a bad idea to put forth induction on a stock block Fox body? The top end is completely rebuilt. Well, what do you mean by the top end? Like, or did you replace the cylinder heads? Or is it just like, did you go as far to lap the valves so they seat correctly? Are we talking about a regular uh, uh, cylinder heads? Are we t are talking like GT40 heads? Or are we talking uh, uh, trick flow heads? Um, if it's just stock, like, okay, you could probably get away with a pro charger pushing like five pounds. Um, but apart from that, you're going to have to talk to, uh, to, uh, to a tuner. I mean, Bruce Hen is always saying that I need like a supercharger on the on on the Falcon because he wants that <laughs> car. I mean, it's his build and he's associated with that, so he wants that thing to make to make power. But the thing is, like, I have a stock cam. Uh, it's the only thing that's not stock about that engine. It has full roller rockers, which, uh, in in retrospect, uh, uh, the guys from Roadkill talked talked about uh, full roller rocker full roller rockers are only really applicable in like high high rpm drag applications um looking back i wouldn't have gone but bruce on the other hand says well you may have gained 
10 horsepower or something that of course that's all the everybody says it makes 10 horsepower yeah. or every mod is 10 horsepower ah. um metarus uh oh it's a non uh, go ahead it, it asks quinn uh, dickinson is here hey! apparently ruby Tuesdays burgays are mating hey it's quinn dickinson but uh metarus wanted to know uh, thoughts on old new top gear which i assume is the... He's like the last iteration before his before, before Jeremy Clarkson's punch out for the NES. <laughs> I mean, my thing with Top Gear is that the way that I was watching it because I don't have cable was when they were all on Netflix. They had like every season on there, and it was great. I would just sit around all day while I, while I was working and just watch Top Gear. And then they got rid of it, and so I looked up some clips online once they replace Clarkson and like they're trying uh, you know I just could never get behind Chris Evans as a host and then they brought in Matt LeBlanc and I don't really get what they were trying to accomplish uh, and then you know with the Grand Tour at least you know I can kind of it's about more than just cars it's kind of a travel log in yeah. a way too uh, but even then, it's it's still it doesn't feel the same, and nope. it disappoints me to be able to say that. But yeah, NJC twelve thirty says greetings from Phoenix. I have a nineteen sixty six Chevy truck that I'm finishing up. Do you guys review resto mod cars, dude? I drive a resto mod car. If so, I'll submit it. Well, thank you very much, NJC1230. Uh, regularcars at gmail.com. And that's the easiest way to submit it. And that's the one I will read it. Now, I don't know when RCR Southwest will happen. All we're doing right now is concentrating on RCR Austin, or rather RCR uh, uh, Harris Hill, The Reckoning, or something like that. And The Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> you're right it, it's such a contrived phrase it really is the reckoning well no it, it it bugged me when it was used on westworld this past season and it's she just says like blah 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 gonna be a reckoning and i'm just like what the realization Why? like it immediately took me out of the scene which <laughs> it's already a show where you know it's basically a theme park for adults where you can bang and kill whatever you want yeah. and already i'm immediately like just launched out of the show because i'm like who would ever say this unless they were like a fire and brimstone preacher like deacon blackfire you know or i think that was a uh, the batman villain deacon black Fire don't know. Blackburn. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it is what it is. Gray the Floydian Floydian Oh, the, the Floydian Circle. Floydian Circle. The Talibot Alpine was the facelift version of the Chrysler Alpine after the Chrysler sold their Root Sigma assets to PSA. Don't know what this is for a dollar in nineteen seventy nine. America very nearly got the uh, got the Alpine instead of the Horizon of weird, hmm. some weird Chrysler pre Iacocca stuff. Who's about that? Hmm. Alex Landers, a familiar face. I keep watching the '65 Mustang review just to hear Brian Cypress <laughs> <laughs> rapping. That was crap, but thank you very much. Well, but I do like Cypress Hill. Black Monday is a great album. Mm. Thank you for the entertainment on my commute home. 
I was thinking today, um, oh wait, Quinn Dickinson says something. Nice seeing you guys Saturday. Yeah, okay. Quinn Dickinson, for those people watching, uh, his family owns that fire truck we, we reviewed. And it was weird because, and this is a spoiler, but it's, you know, bonus for you guys who are watching the stream. Um, we reviewed a 1970 M35, better known as a deuce and a half, ex-military truck. That's going to be a wild review coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. And while we were there, this is fire <laughs> truck just, just rolls up. And I'm like, I know that, Han. That's Quinn Dickinson. Yeah. So he just shows up. But it was weird, like that entire day, driving around in a military combat vehicle, men just appear. Huh. That one guy <laughs> yeah. in that Camaro uh, well, LT, LT7 yeah. or something like that. LT7. It's, it's whatever Camaro is running the LS7. Uh, it's like the Camaro LT1 or something. The Camaro uh, Z something. That guy, fan of me, shook my hand. And then uh, um, uh, uh, the, Paul. Paul, the, Paul shows up his, in a Viper truck. Yeah. It's a guy at my gym. Just shows up and just starts doing donuts in a Viper truck, which we didn't film. It and was, I was in the he car. He didn't the time. want us to film because he was hooning like in this parking lot. Yeah. But oh, did you get him on? No, no, no. I oh, didn't get him. No, because I was in the car at the time and I didn't know that he arrived. All I know is that suddenly there's some guy doing donuts. <laughs> in, as I'm like looking over, I'm like, is there any particular reason somebody's randomly doing donuts right now? <laughs> but that's the thing about that's the thing about like military trucks, like all the guys. And it's, it's going to go into the review. All the guys. Oh, people in the chat said it's the ZL1. You're correct. The, the Camaro Z1. Um, uh, when we were rolling down the road in that deuce and a half, suddenly all the diesel bros yeah. and, and their bro-dozers were outclassed to a degree they forgot existed. Like, they were at the top of the totem pole and in just runs a space needle. Like, you <laughs> thought you were at the top of the heap. Oh, no, wait. You are no longer the alpha going down this road. So all, like, seriously, we're driving this... We're driving this deuce and a half, and and the diesel bros are just spooling up their turbos, trying to roll comb. Like fuck you, I'm above your coal cloud. <laughs> My tires are as high as your chest. I mean, I'm gonna get into this in the review. I'm gonna be really excited when I uh, do the narrative. But dude, a deuce and a half, each wheel and tire weighs what weighs 500 pounds. Yeah, and there's six of them. And that's the loudest car I've ever been in, that or loudest insane. vehicle I've ever wow. been in. Period. And that includes the 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 Piper, the the oh, the Cherokee. airplane. Yeah, the airplane. <laughs> Louder than an airplane. Loud. Yeah, and an airplane has no exhaust. Now, granted, he had an exhaust leak, yeah. but there's nothing that sounds worse than an un than an unturbocharged diesel. Some guy in the regular chat, Daniel Harris, says, oh, dude, I drive a deuce at work. Are, are you in the military? Uh, or is it, it's, it's a fire engine configuration, though. It's so badass. Like, no terrain is unconquerable to that thing. Yeah, like, a deuce and a half likes to go 40 miles an hour. Yeah. That's its speed it likes to go. But it will go 40 miles an hour over any terrain. Yeah. I wish we could have taken this in the field next to the racquetball club and just see this thing. Like... Like, after I talked to other people, like, I was on Telegram talking to people about a deuce and a half, and, and they were saying that they sent me videos of a deuce and a half on the Tough Trucks competition, which is, um, okay, uh, 
Um, tough trucks is to a monster truck rally what in wrestling whatever their undercard version is to the the, like the big name wrestlers i don't know what oh, that oh, is oh what you mean like, like event wise yeah like whatever local wrestlers would come around before your name brand wwe people oh yeah well there's the indie uh leagues which are kind of, well not leagues so like you have the independent federate or i'm thinking of a term to call them because if you get something like it, explaining wrestling uh independence are they're just the indies like okay. they're, they're the things that are locally run and operated that aren't wwe or some other like international promotion like okay. ring of honor or triple a or cmll or new japan it's one of those things that it, yeah independent promotion thank you <laughs> oh geez like i'm having so much trouble with words today it's strange i blame the weather in nah. part Okay, so tough trucks is where before they have the monster trucks and they do their thing, anybody who like pays the fee can come with their their truck and run the course. Huh. And they get fucked up because they are big jumps. I mean, they're made for like monster trucks have nitrous injection shocks. Like the travel is huge. They're made to run this stuff. Yeah. People like will run these junky trucks. And that's where people get hurt. Well, yeah, because they don't have a five-point harness on right. either. Well, like yeah, and even if they do, it's like, this is a this is a car meant to run on roads, and yeah, you jacked it up a little bit. But there were one videos of deuce and a half running these things. They ran them slow, but they didn't stop. Like, they went at a single speed, just... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> around. I, and, and one, like, just stopped, and I knew exactly what happened after driving a deuce. Like, he was trying to find that unsynchronized first. So he, like, <laughs> stops at the middle of this hump and, and I could see him he's working trying to find first and then he finds it and the whole truck does that lurch thing like I'm in first now <laughs> that thing will run on anything that burns it's yeah. insane and uh, I just imagine it coming to like a mound of dirt and just like pushing Mike, right Mike Morris has never seen Mr. Regular Dude amped up dude driving that deuce it was one of the more challenging vehicles I ever had to drive and I learned when I was out on the road with it that the key to driving it is to call it horrible names. Like the more you curse at this transmission, the more it runs. It's like a girl who really wants chains and whips. And you're not <laughs> into it, but in order to get her off, you need to you need to, as Hunter S. Thompson said, dive into the backwaters of your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> get out the cat of nine tails. Yeah. Uh I uh, uh, gotta go uh, back. So, sorry, sorry for the dead air here. Um, regular AMSMR. Yeah, oh, there, there was the big thing where I went on that. Um, Connor Nygaard, thank you for twenty dollars. Thank you. Thanks to the both of you for all the videos and good times over the years. This will be the last podcast I watch for a while as I ship to Air Force BMT on Tuesday. Oh. Uh, also looking forward to more Volvo reviews. You made it farther than I did, Connor. I was going to be in the Air Force as well. I made it far as the MEPS. I did that fun little duck walk thing. I went to that crappy hotel. I ate their plastic eggs for breakfast. And I was ready. I was ready, man. I was ready to go into the Air Force. Um, 
because I already had my degree. Like I would go into the, I was going to go into the Air Force with a master's degree because I'm like, fuck, I can't get a job. I'm like, well, I'll fulfill my family legacy of every first male going into the service. And I was ready and I think I would have done like okay because at that point I was past 30. So I knew that the whole basic military training was all a big show and it was all just going to be WrestleMania at that point. Like, yeah, the drill instructor is going to yell at you, but he doesn't mean it. Like, I imagine like being that at age 18 would fuck my mind up. Like to think this guy's angry at me. What did I do? But now that I know that it's all this song and dance, and then just go with it. You'll be fine. Uh, just do whatever he says, and just as long as you get up on time, you'll be fine. Yeah. But hey, man, you're going into the Air Force, and as um uh uh oh comedian had the baseball bit. Baseball versus football. Crap, why can't I remember this? George Carlin. There we go. There, he says, he because George Carlin was in the Air Force. And he says, Air Force is like the country club. You're the nerds of the military. And the weird thing was, when I was at, when I was at the MEPS, Connor, like, it was weird. Like, no one knew which other branch, like, all of us was. But when we sat down to have breakfast that morning, by weird instinct, all the branches sat together and we didn't even know it. Like, I realized I'm at a table with all the Air Force guys because all of us look the same. We're all geeks. <laughs> and all, the, dude, the Marine guys. It was just, it was like that Kanye West video, the new one with the, the shirts and the things. Do you see that video? Yeah, I didn't mean, see it. Okay. Um, it was just like these, as uh, uh, Henry Rollins, this is a Henry Rollins line, but side o beef man. <laughs> just boom, 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 boom. It's like as the Marine guys walked into the room, like they're not even in basic yet and they're already jacked. Like they're walking into the room and you expect a guy with two timpani just like in the corner just going bum, 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 bum. <laughs> they just enter the cafeteria to Tom Sawyer by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, thanks to both of you, all your videos. Thank- and thank you, Connor, for your generous thank donation. You. And as you will hear many times from many people, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Roman Plea explains why car guys such as yourself would own a V6 fourth gen Mustang then and then burn, burn it, it or, or a V8, V8 swap. It. I mean, I might swap at some... I made an ugly face there. Sorry. I mean, like... Honestly, I don't care. Like it's it's an SN95 with a I'm sorry, I'm answering a question for you. No, 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 it's fine. I, I mean, honestly, my thing is that like I always wanted a Mustang. I had a certain amount of money at the time and I didn't have a whole lot of time to wait for the certain uh, a certain model to appear in the price range I was looking for. So when this came up, like I couldn't find an excuse not to other than that people were going to give me a hard time about having the V6. Honestly, like, I'm not someone who's going to open it up anyway. You know, it's... I, and I know, the, whatever, sacrilege, great. But I'm even just, with the original Mustangs, they made way more inline sixes than they made Windsor blocks. Yeah. Those are what the... That engine, like, the Powermaster 206, is what kept the lights on at Ford. Yeah. Like, and it happens all the time. People go to the dealership, they think they want the V8... Realize they can't afford it and settle on a six cylinder, straight or V six. 
Yeah, and I've had very few problems outside of my head unit disaster. Mm. Yeah, right. But, you yeah, had that. Was, you had like a what? You had to replace a fan. Uh, a fan I had to replace a fan. Oh, and um, the uh, tires, but that's just normal yeah, wear. The, and the um, tie rod ends. Okay, there you so, go. So yeah, it's like how much money have I really put into this car it's over the four over thousand three years? One hundred. Yeah, what? which is more or less the value of the car, but right. <laughs> when I got it, but right. still, it is what it is. It's <laughs> like what when when my Subaru, when my thirteen year old Subaru, well, actually, our cars are the same year, oh four. Yeah, or is mine an 07? No, mine's an 04. I get the mine's year and the generations confused. Yeah, mine's an 04. Like, when it stops running, I'm done with it. Like, that's it. And I'll go buy something else in a similar price range. Mm. I think you should buy the GT, though. Like, whenever <laughs> whenever Goldie goes away, like, ditch the SN95. Like, my car advice to you is find an S127. I don't know what V6 they used in the S127. If it's the if it's the Duratec, if it's a 24 valve Duratec, that would be a good V6. And if it's not, the S127 was still running the modular, but I think at that point it was the three valve instead of the two valve. So, huh. um, they are just going to keep going down in price. Yeah. And you play your cards right, you could probably find a really nice. Like, don't get a convertible. Just get a hard no, no. top. Pennsylvania, you can't. 2008 Ford Mustang GT with an automatic with the modular V8. You'd probably get the exact same mileage that you do with, what, the Essex V6 that you yeah, have in Yeah, and just pray that it's not used in, like, a movie and suddenly takes a huge bump in popularity. To where when an S127 is going to be used in a movie or something? No, no, no. Like, just hope... Or is it S197? That I need to S197. hope that it's not used in a movie so that the value doesn't jump oh, okay. and become unaffordable. Or kind of like Fast and the Furious with the, you know... Supra. The, yeah. Cactus Catastrophe. Thank you, sir, for your generous donation. Hey, guys. Nick is a... Ama- uh, Nick, it's always oh, a question for you. Oh, all right. I'm going to am- get more food while you Nice. All right. Uh, Nick, it's amazing how much my life correlates with yours in the romance department, given my recent breakup. I find myself reading your tweets and feeling them resonate very well with me. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. Um, it's kind of hard to put into words necessarily what I'm feeling. And when I finally get it out, I almost feel like I have to share it because it helps clear my mind out but it's also that search for kinship with other people who might be feeling the same way it's like with my winter journal you know it's that idea that even though you get your heart now now the thing that i'm i don't know it's it's not even like the thing uh, long story short is it doesn't matter whether the feelings that you had and the connection that you had lasted you know months weeks or years it doesn't really matter if it felt real to you but at the end of the day you know when you get your heart broken whether it's your fault theirs mutually at fault um you're going to be okay it's just going to take time and it's a cliche because, you know, time does heal all wounds. You put distance between yourself and the thing that happens, and 
you're going to feel better off for it. You know, maybe you're going to be stronger for what happens. Honestly, the person that <laughs> what's funny is that the person that I was so upset about, I was upset about somebody else like three months earlier thinking I'm well, this is it. Like I have blown it and I'm not going to find someone else like this again. And then three months later, this person walks into my life and suddenly, basically you never know what life has in store for you. Like what's going to be right around the corner. Uh, I'm going to miss the person all the time, but that's not, it, it's, it's not for me to, you know, have my life or my thoughts or my dreams and circled around some person you know it's no matter how great i thought they were it's not the point i wish her all the happiness in the world i just i'm trying to be at a point where i don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to be at that point of like where, you know, because literally every other aspect of my life is amazing, but it's just this weird romance thing. So, you know, it's, uh, what am I, <laughs> it's like, what am I, you know, at the end of the day, like romance doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, I just hang out with friends or I hang out with my nephew and we film a video or I hang out with you or we hang out and write and it's you know it's a great thing to be able to have these options and not have to stew in everything like maybe other people might have to do and, and you know it's funny is that the gym really has kind of become a safe place for me of all right whatever baggage you have this is baggage claim or you know you just leave it all here you're gonna sweat it out and you're gonna feel better at the end of it and you're gonna look better at the end of it and then maybe next time you're not gonna have all those insecurities that made you blow everything up the last time mm. because you're gonna look at yourself in the mirror and you're gonna say like dude i'm hot as shit why am i putting up with anything right like i know what i deserve at a certain point you know right. or it's it's just yeah i don't know but Romance is weird and stupid. And uh, also, I see this question uh, popping out uh, that's been asked repeatedly, but can I do a Foo Fighters song for a future intro song? Um, absolutely. Um, I think Monkey I've, Wrench. I want to say that I've done like a Foo Fighters song yeah. before, but it was probably something obscure like February Stars or something yeah. or Walking After Me. But... I don't know. I would have to check the master list. But long story short is time really does heal all wounds, but you'll always carry a little bit of something with you. And that's not wrong or bad. It's that we learn from everything. And we are the sum total of the experiences we have and the heartaches we go through and the mm -hmm. breakings and the putting back together. So hopefully you'll get back up on your feet again. And hopefully you'll watch us and maybe we can help too. Yeah just from being here thank you yeah brendan stower 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 oh, stower yeah thank you for the writing advice love you guys ah you're welcome i love you too thank you for uh supporting us in this crazy channel we have yeah. um hope to give you more writing advice in the future florida florida 
Yeah. <laughs> Come to a video on my truck. Just kidding. Love the videos. Keep it up. Thank <laughs> you, Florida. Nice swerve. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Uh, mm. It's kombucha. Nice. Did that come in a glass bottle? Yep. Fancy. Yeah, it's fermented things that... It's it's an acquired taste in a very literal sense, but I love ginger. So I, I make ginger tea literally every night. I just boil ginger in water. and That's all you have to do? Get the get the root from the grocery store? Yeah. You just chop it up and throw it in. So, oh. And, yeah, because I saw it the other night. And I'm like, I want to use this for something, but I don't know how. You can use it for everything. You can yeah. use it for soups. You can use it for teas. You can use it for... You know, if you wanted to make, um, you could just use it for uh, water infusions. Uh, really? Pregnant women can use it to help with morning sickness. You just chop it in half, you smell it, and then the, you know, it's, hmm. I don't know. But yeah, this is basically a fermented beverage loaded with probiotics for gut health. Nice. Mm. It's uh, because the whole like trying to stay healthy thing means a lot of chicken breast. Oh yeah. So it's me trying to spice up the chicken breast usually with hot sauce. Yeah. But I wonder if I could like chop up ginger and just cook it in the iron skillet that I have. I wonder what that would do. Ginger has a kick to it. Now granted it depends on how good the ginger you get is like if it's like mm. falling apart when, and has like old man skin Ugh. then you probably don't want it but I think you'll know good ginger when you see it, when you feel it, you just know it's good and that it's going to be strong. And when you cut into it and the fragrance just smacks you in the face, really, it's just going to be, you know, and when you, it's, it does have that lingering like burn to it. So it is a way to spice. I do like a up. little bit of burn. I still got that super height, super hot horseradish. Did you try a little bit of that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I am not a horseradish man though. Um, so that was a bit much. Ted Schultz is. Ah. He, well, he lives down in Lancaster. So he gets, he goes, he goes to the farmer's market with all the Amish and like gets the super, super fresh stuff. Like it was ground that, it was like the the horseradish was ground that morning. So. Oh, you can ferment your own hot pepper mash and make hot sauce that is full of good bacteria. Oh, great. So I can fart even more. I mean, everybody loves their own brand though. There are times when I've had enough in a very <laughs> the enemy kind of way. It, it's like when you when I fart myself awake. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. And you hotbox yourself. Uh, Jeff Rayney, uh, CA, oh, that's Canada. As someone who likes big ideas, is it wrong that it took a couple of watches of the Pontiac Phoenix review to get intertextuality oh that's perfectly fine it would probably take an entire week of like an undergrad class to really explain intertextuality and honestly i don't fully understand it i mean honestly like i don't think i i'm in any position to really like, like nick un- nick wrote that bit on intertextuality yeah. i didn't I and just read it the thing of it is that i was kind of thinking of different approaches that are based on the idea that everything comes from something else that's a basic but the things that they come from still it's like a two-way dialogue i mean 
again, it's hard to explain when in condensed form. Mm-hmm. And but that's true of like all of our um our literary theory themed videos. Yeah. They're all sort of intro like level courses in right. a way. But like it, it would take Cruiser. a month to write one that was in depth. Yeah. And then you're speaking to like 0.05% of people who could scratch the surface of what we're fucking talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I even have a cheat sheet on postmodernism that was part of uh, Dr. Schwartz's class <laughs> that I reference from time to time. Yeah. And even then, you have to read it. You have to have no music on. You have to read the sentence and then read it again. Because everything is a reference to everything else, like a like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and I don't even know how to play that game, but I know everything is a rule. Yeah. Roll for persuasion. Charlie Boy Games ninety eight says, "Here is some money to make the no clutch no mang, no clutch no manual bumper sticker." That's another thing. Yeah. Bumper stickers, we don't have any of those. Yeah, no money. No other clutch, car is a blank. Yeah, no clutch, not a manual. That's a good bumper sticker. I don't even remember what review that was. It had to be something with like a constant or a CBT. I think it was the Audi S4 or Audi S6 S4 because it was a very good engine and I had this rant on the... I had a rant on leather shift boots on automatic transmission levers. Mm. And like that, you don't, you haven't earned that leather shift boot. If, and I, looking on the floor, there's no clutch. No clutch, there's not a manual. Yeah. That's a good idea. I I have to find, like, websites that are reliable. And take care of production for right. us. Yeah. <clears throat> Bad Ben. Hello, Bad Ben. Thank you for making my long commute more enjoyable. Any recommendations for Vaporwave music? Okay. Yeah. I got some recommendations. And here's my Miata. Here's my Miata and some neat Honda Groms, and then he sends a link that I can't. I can't click on your Imgur link. Is it Imgur or Imager? Imager. Imager I link. I can't click on your uh, Imager link right now. But mm. but thank you. Um, a bunch of people in the regular chat have asked me do a Honda Grom. Yeah, hell yeah, I want to do a Honda Grom. We're getting toward the end of the season, and right now the East Coast is just rain every day. Um, all of summer in a day it is. Yeah. This weekend is going to be sunny, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Anyway, um, thanks for making my long commute more enjoyable. Any recommendations for vaporwave music? Yes. May I recommend my own channel, Mr. Regular? Now, right now there are only two videos, but they're each an hour long, and Ooh. it's just air traffic control music. It's like air traffic control chatter to... Um, to trance music. I think the everybody knows Floral Shop. That is the dark side of the moon of, mm. of Vaporwave albums. It's the album. By the same... I think it's by the same artist because the whole deal with Vaporwave is that you go by an alias almost every single time. Huh. Um, you're never yourself. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> you you create you create an artist who doesn't exist and an, an, and a label that doesn't exist yeah. and you put like Japanese and mixed English language in between it it's like this is an album that never existed or huh. maybe it's an album that's from a parallel universe and it references things that aren't there 
Um, I love it. It's about as postmodern as you can get. Oh yeah. And in a weird way, it's and and it celebrates '90s consumer culture and it celebrates web point web 1.0 stuff and all the promises that a 56k modem could deliver back then (laughs) so um i think right for my money which is zero (laughs) right now the best vaporwave album is called neo cali neo neo cali neo california neo cali neo cali um uh that's amazing and that's on my mix when I get on an, air, uh, on an airplane. Um, you can also go with Echo Virtual. Just go into YouTube, type in Echo Virtual. And Echo is a reference to Echo the Dolphin, the game no. for, for uh, Sega Genesis. And Virtual, of course, means what it means. Echo Virtual. And Echo Virtual did like... They, they, they just cranked these albums out because it's just rehashes of other things. But they just did this very good uh, album, which is an inspiration for my ATC Vaporwave albums. Albums are... Uh, yeah, Garrett Green knows what I'm talking about. Neo Cali, great. Oh my God, that's so good. Um, uh, yeah, an inspiration for my two one-hour Vaporwave videos, the ATC Vaporwave. If you go into YouTube and type in ATC, uh, Alpha Tango Charlie. Dude, that should be my... If I have a Vaporwave name, it should be Alpha Tango. <laughs> Fuck me, that's amazing. Alpha Tango, my DJ name. Alpha Tango. Nice. Um, uh... Uh, ATC Vaporwave is my stuff, and I had a little bit too much of the scotch. Have a little bit more still. What was I, What the heck was I talking about? The Vaporwave, just the yeah, recommendations, but like the ATC. Okay, I know that. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Oh man. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. An inspiration for me was the same. Uh, artist who did Neo Cali, but they, oh, I'm sorry, completely different artist, I'm sorry, who did Echo Virtual, and they had this album called Atmospheres. Yeah. Which is made to feel like Weather Channel music, but without using Weather Channel music. Huh. I, at one point in one of these uh, RCR and one of the Brian and Yous, I started playing weather channel music from like 86 there's a website that just catalogs all the weather channel bumpers <laughs> whoever did this thank you you're an american hero yeah who just had the weather channel bumper music's going back to like 80 whenever they started i'm like how the hell did you get these tracks um so i started playing in the background and just doing the uh, really soothing voice i got flagged for a copyright violation now it didn't hurt the channel but it's just that it, like flagged that one video i'm like crap yeah anyway so that's my recommendation for you bad ben uh neo cali and also echo virtual we may have to get out the sign here pretty soon what are your guys thoughts on vaping uh lucas draw says what whoops what are our thoughts on vaping i I mean they're better than cigarettes but not if you look uh if you're doing it to get an extra cigarette 
cigarette break from work? Yeah, stick it to the man. But the thing is, it doesn't make you look edgy. It doesn't make you look sophisticated in a noir type of way. And it makes you look like you're sucking on a garage door opener. <laughs> it makes you look the way that a movie from the 80s about a dystopian future would think that an asshole from that future would look like. <laughs> like, I've just, you're, you've got this, <laughs> this, you know, what, what is Where's it my garage of? door opener? Yeah. I mean, I kind of wish that I had enough of a... Like, I have no dog in the vaping fight. Like, I wish I cared enough at all to have an opinion about it. I kind of feel like, you know, Robin Gibb in the Barry Gibb talk show right now. I'm gonna do an Instagram post right now. <laughs> Loading up Instagram. <laughs> hey, I have a mechanical pencil right here. Very nice. <laughs> oh, wait. Got to put it in the other way. <laughs> so the button is like here. I'm this far enough away from my garage that it won't open. Yeah, you'll have to go to... If you're listening to this after the fact, you'll have to go to the regular car reviews, Instagram, just yeah. all one word, and see what I assume is about to be a fairly accurate representation of vaping in the 21st century. In the 20... As if it were in the 20th, please. Right. Yeah, but... Yeah. Wait, I need to have it... I need to switch the camera around. First of all, you get to see the screen of you guys... Oh, wait, but now I gotta flip the thing again. So the <laughs> button appears here. So I gotta flip, I gotta press the, I gotta press the, uh, the transmit button in. So the light lights up. That's some fine vaping. There we go. <laughs> Took my picture nice. for the Instagram. Get on the gram. <laughs> v A P I N apostrophe. <laughs> there we go. Go to my Instagram, regularcars at gmail.com. You also get to see my weird embroidery picture that's in the background over there that you never get to see in these uh these videos. Uh <laughs> vaping. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's see. Swinging up to 10 o'clock. I think I'm going to get that sign out. Ooh, excuse me. Says Armadillos for Life. Thank you very much for your Thank donation you. for Armadillos for Life. Uh, Gray, the, oh, the Sorgle, says, Time for bed. Look forward to the next video. You're probably well in bed by this time, by the time I got to this, but, uh, <laughs> so be it. Yes. Now it's going to do the flip down ah. and there it goes. Now we got to go back up to figure, here, here, figure, here, 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 Oh, wow. We got a bunch to do. Yeah. I'm getting that sign. All right, so there we are. Uh, up more. How could steam oh, no, engine? Uh, there was one. Oh, there was one more. Yeah. Thanks for catching that. There we go. 
Oh, it's a oh, it is question. for me. So I used to watch. Oh, the JSB two two five. Thank you for five dollars. Uh, I used to watch wrestling religious bleh, religiously. So it's cool hearing you talk about it, Roman. What do you think of Chris Jericho? Um, I honestly do believe he has a case for greatest of all time, which I know he says that to promote himself. But I think if you if you factor in longevity, match quality. Uh, success in various different promotions and territories. Uh, the way he's able to constantly reinvent himself uh, and just the sheer amount of things that he's been able to do both inside and outside wrestling. You know, best-selling author, actual rock star uh, to a certain degree. You know, it's... He's on a level... Like, he's world-class, you know? And he's one of my favorite guys to ever do it. Now, granted, you know, I do feel that his... I think some of it is that he works a style that is able to transition to any period. So when he was in the Attitude Era, he could easily work that main event style. But now that he's in New Japan, he can kind of work their more aggressive impactful style um maybe not to the degree of an okada or a naito but he can still do that kind of match and so i'm just interested to see where his career goes from here even though i think he's at the tail end of it on just speculation i mean i get that like he's in great shape but a body can only go on for so long so yeah but no chris jericho's great love the guy scrolling ahead Thomas Porteous, thank you for the 299 NZ. NZ. How could steam engines get into modern cars? Yeah, I don't nah. have no idea what that <laughs> accent was. Modern cars. Uh, see, all, less than a month in New Zealand, and already, yeah, nah, uh, folk uh, slides its way into my vocabulary. It's so perfect. They're not. They did. They tried. What? Thomas, what you want to go look up, you what you want to Google is Doble Steam Car. Leno has one. It is the most advanced steam car ever made. It's a recirculating, a lossless system. And it was very luxurious and efficient for its day. Those are the um, most efficient steam cars ever made. Uh, and the short answer is no. We're not mm. going to get steam cars back unless we have this crazy post-apocalypse thing where the only fuel source is wood <laughs> and we have to boil water to pour, to force it through a steam piston and then we go around. But if that's the case, then we just have trains yeah, and boats. I mean, it's one just... of the nearby towns back home is under a boil water advisory so oh, yeah <sighs> it's the thing it's the weather and it's the water getting into everything yeah when we have boil water advisories it's good that they do that but i think everybody just goes to the supermarket and just buys those deer park yeah two gallon jugs with a little spigot on it and just yeah. puts it in the fridge and like good there's water there it goes because who's sitting there really boiling a plot pot of water it's like for drinking for yeah for later drinking i guess back back in the 90s they had to do that before bottled water was i'm talking the early 90s mm. you had to do that anyway uh 
Saka uh, says also it's pronounced Saka Jashaw. Saka we we and Vowar. Saka Jashaw we we and Vofar. Saka Jashaw we we and Vofar. We we and Vowar. Saka Jashaw we we and Vowar. Saka Jashaw we we and Novar. Saka Jashaw we we and Novar. I see. I see. Putting one one and wanting to put a, a V. Yeah, on I want war. to. Vowar. Jashaw we we and Vowar. Saka Jashaw we we and Novar. That's that's takes some brain cells to kick all that out. Thank you, Phil. Uh, Senior Sanchez says, how in the heck is that sign staying up? And the answer is Gorilla Tape. Yep. Sean Simon, thank you for your donation. Has the LS engine totally supplanted every reason for using big blocks in Restomod builds? Yes, it has. The only reason you would use a big block is because you want to stay period correct or you want to win points with your other boomer friends. There's if pure Moneyball with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill numbers. There's no reason to have the big block. It's 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 an ancient design. Oh, I gotta grab a leak. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's no. Uh, I have an '87 Buick Estate wagon, and a four 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 five five will fit, but an LS will make more power and run on pump gas. Then run a fucking LS. We've said this a million times, and it's been in other other videos of other people have made. A LS1, the first one, an LS1 debuting in 1996, has flows just as good as a NASCAR engine from 87. Less than 10 years prior, that's how good these engines are. And they only got better. So, yeah, they're the game genie of engines, but they work. They work, and all the parts that you, that you can pull them out of a junkyard, and they run great. So why am I running running a Windsor block in the Falcon? Well, for hipster reasons, really. Maybe that should be a thing. If you run a big block, if you rebuild a big block, you're a boomer hipster. The only thing that really those big blocks and maybe Windsor blocks and Chevy small blocks have is that they're they're pretty they're pretty to look at. They look good in the engine bay and Ellis's really don't. They're purely function over form. That matte black plastic intake manifold, those you know, iron heads with or iron headers with the heat shields on them. Those coil near plugs just sitting there. They don't look like much, but man, do they move. Christino Kirkenheim says, uh, racing story, uh, a regular car story about the Whitning brothers, drug dealers buying a 24-hour lemons ride with a top team and winning overall. Oh, uh, Le Mans, I'm sorry. Everything's about lemons. It's Le Mans. Um, Nick said he wants to get away from doing motorsport stuff. Uh, a regular car story about the Whitning brothers, who are drug dealers, who bought a 24-hour of Le Mans 
ride with a top team and winning overall. It's really interesting. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to do a story about Randy Lanier, and I've talked about this like a million times, about the guy who was a Formula One racer, came to it late, basically was better than a lot of other people, even though he was just starting out, and uh, ended up being a drug trafficker of some kind, and basically... There were no like rights-free images that I could have used for it. And the story, it's like, I think both Jalopnik and um, Sports Illustrated did super in-depth stories on it. And I'm, now I'm not saying that like, I'm never going to do a story that someone else has already done because Lord knows the next RCR story that's going to come out is been done like a lot, but I want, to be able to go into this person's life in the sort of depth that the things I already saw happen weren't already uh, basically like I want to take it to a level of depth that others haven't really done yet like just set aside each episode analyzing a person's life or an aspect of a person's life and sort of taking it from there so that they're not defined by the big event yeah. that you would think the episode would be centered on so yeah but no i mean it's something to consider you mm -hmm. know i always take recommendations i suppose for consideration e and e media i got a 1985 aw11 because of you thanks and you love it you got an amazing car enjoy it enjoy every moment if you have the original head unit Make those mixtapes, man. Mm. I ought to sell my tape deck down here because when I sold my uh, AW11, I don't have any reason for a tape deck anymore. Mm. Um, just call it a new edge already, says Sharon Doan. Yeah, it's a, it's he's referencing Roman's Mustang. Yes, it's it's a new edge, but it still is an SN95. It's an SN95 new edge. They're the same, it's, anyway, you know, Ford guys know. They see that apparently you've been re-added to the list of notable people on the Wikipedia page for Kutztown. Fuck yeah, I am. you were on there and then got taken down, and so, yeah. Ghost Kid, oh, thank you, very generous, Ghost Kid, thank you. Manual SW20 with a Lexus V8 swap says my daily upload. Yay or nay on Craigslist Local? I Check it out, man. Um, it's been done. The uh, uh, You can look one up on Smoking Tire. They're great. I don't know if you can get away with 87. Be, if, if you can get away with 87 on that engine, you got a winner, man. You got a cheap freaking fast car. Yeah. Um... I don't know what to look for, but, uh, like, if it's sorted, that could be a yay. Now, one of the big things is trim pieces, and Justin Burnash really has, uh, Justin Burnash from Prime Driven, the Amazon of MR2 parts, uh, says that's, trim pieces are, are getting kind of hard to come by. Engine stuff, stuff that makes the car run and drive great, he, uh, he is starting to hoard, uh, trim pieces and door panels and stuff like that. But that's really what you're going to look for, is you're going to look at the state of that interior. Ghost Kid. Uh, I love you boys. First time I've ever caught you guys live. Oh, 
we do this about once every week, but you know, yeah. people's schedules change. I'm, I'm thank you for trying being to keep, able to join us. Yeah, we're trying to keep it consistent with Wednesday nights, just mm-hmm. because that kind of works out with our schedules, yeah. and uh, yeah, it allows more people to join us than if it were presumably during the workday because when we do it during the workday it's like one or two in the afternoon there are parts of the world where people are either still asleep or they're just We're talking getting to people from the work. uk pretty much yeah, yeah. it's yeah ah uh, wait where were we john raleigh ah yes thoughts on the mini cooper s well now a lot of them are off lease oh <laughs> Are they turbos? See, they're not John Cooper Works. That's the problem. It's like a WRX, but it's not an STI. Uh, If you really want a Mini, Mm. and you gotta have something higher than bass, I guess that's okay. Like, if you have a guy... See, I'm rubbing my eyes when I'm talking about you. (laughs) My advice is no, don't. It's a bad used car. Get yourself a Toyota Matrix XRS with the high compression. You can put 93 into that thing. You have just as much fun. And nah. Mini Cooper S. They're not that fast. Their interiors are dated. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta have a freaking stiffy for minis to really want it. You kind of do. I like. I have no positive things to say about it. Just a regular Mini Cooper S. I honestly don't really have anything negative to say about it either. They're not like it's they're not bad, but they got all these weird proprietary BMW parts that when you break stuff, it's not as simple as going on Rock Auto and get your parts, man. I don't know. It's automotive ambivalence. Yeah. It's just sort of there. They were neat when they were new, and that's it. Mm. Henry says thoughts on burb mems. I like burbs. I want to be a burb. <laughs> Bullets. Uh, thank you very much. Bullets. You have twelve billion dollars. So, uh, all right. right. Um, billion. With the B. The only way to spend any of it is to light the internet on fire with said money. What do, well, you, what do? do you do? Which, Which best, best is, is the best best. best? best? So basically, we need to. We have twelve billion dollars, but it's a Brewster's Millions situation where we have to spend it in X number of times doing X. Well, okay. Instead of the time restraint of Brewster's Millions, where he has to spend all the money to get all the money, uh, we have to spend it toward a specific person or purpose which is to light the internet on fire which i mean i break the internet i don't know so what thing do we do that's going to cause the internet to go so crazy i mean could we buy out like some big internet thing and just shut it down for the lulls you know with 12 billion dollars i mean you'd probably buy at least twitter maybe and then just say, I don't know. Um, okay, you can't turn off the internet because there's no central hub. And this isn't deus ex. It's not all 
wrapped up in Area 51. Although if I had $12 billion, I would get some crazy enhancements to go with it. <laughs> um, so I'd have to cause havoc on the internet. <laughs> we could buy YouTube. <laughs> I don't even know, Bill. Um, start our own car company. <laughs> right. Making weird cars. Um... <laughs> this isn't breaking the internet if it was buying controlling stock in Comcast. <laughs> but the only stipulation is would just we have the fart channel. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, you talk about billion dollars. With twelve billion dollars you could buy controlling interests in several companies so that you yeah. are you know, twelve billion dollars is the type of money that will continue to make money for you. Right. If I had $12 billion, I'd buy con con controlling stock into like one company and force them to run fiber optic lines out into the boonies. Oh, wow. Yeah. This regular That'd be president. nice. Yeah. I mean, we could track down Fudge Man and buy the rights to the, to the Fudge, Fudge Man. Man. <laughs> um, M.H. Taylor says, y'all live. I'm drunk. Here's five bucks. Hope you don't regret it in the morning. Hope you, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sobering up again. I drank. <laughs> There's um, almost enough to fit a ship in there. Just a little taste. Mm. Um, take a whiskey drink. Take a vodka drink. Songs that remind me next time, if I'm buying next time, well, I am yeah. buying next time. Yeah. Nick left that ball at my house, and I just sort of uh, sipped my way down to where it was. It's good sipping, but next time, I think it's going to be Tomatin again. Mm. Um, but thank you. Thank you, M.H. Taylor. Yeah, because I think I'm, I'm going to kill this Fine. off just so that I don't have to take the bottle with me. Yeah. Do you want a glass for that, like a civilized human being? Oh, no, I don't get down with civilization. I've seen Cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme. There is no don't civilization the, now. Like, that's an Instagram hit is I don't get down with civilization. <laughs> Can I take your picture while you're doing that? Oh, please do. All right. Uh, three, two, one. There it goes. Tremendous. I don't get down with civilization. <laughs> M.H. Taylor says, you gave me a southern accent. I'm actually a yank like you guys. It's an interesting question. I have a southern friend who goes to my open mics, or not my open mics, the open mics I go to, which I haven't actually been to in close to two months, but that's beside the point. Uh, she's from the south and uh, South Carolina, and basically she was there and asking, uh, like, I asked her, do I have an accent? And she's like, yes. Like, do I have an accent? I'm like, yes. And it's strange in that, like, I don't think we have accents. Because yeah. I, I think we just have a general purpose American accent. You know? It's... Yeah, I I can notice it in myself when I say water. Because sometimes it comes out water. It's not water. There, There's no tea in water. But it's also not water. It's not water. Yeah. yeah, it's not water. It's water. I don't get that water. Water, but, but, but there's no tea in it. Huh. The, um... The player position in base, baseball, 
that delivers the ball to home plate and what you get from a camera is the same word. Pitcher. 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 And, the, and like, the position in baseball, the thing that I... The, the, the result of a camera and that which holds water <laughs> at a picnic is all the same word. Pitcher. Good times. Good times. Ugh. Normally my rule is I don't have a single alcohol anything if I have to go anywhere, but... Well, it's like you had a sip. I had, a, like yeah, it'll I be, had basically it'll be one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Doc Jones 5 said, just watch the new Miata review. These The new Miata review you guys did. The most recent one was the uh, NC... The fact that you did oh oh the ND oh that that was weird it's sort of a loop I think I reviewed I think we reviewed the ND before we went to news before we went to the UK mm. anyway so so it's the ND yeah that's what he means Doctor Jones means the ND and you didn't cover the angry guys by Loggins and Messina is deplorable oh the I fact didn't you didn't cover, cover ang- angry eyes by Loggins and Messina is deplorable by uh, the way the five is an S. Oh, so it's well, yeah. It's Doctor Jones, is... yeah. Like instead of Doctor Joan Five, like the Five is just an S. Oh, so it's Doctor Jones. Huh. Crazy User how the eyes are works. interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like I like the N. I like the ND. Great. It's good. It's fine. And <laughs> how? It's it's exactly the same what you want in a Miata. Uh, Jeremy Rainey says, "Do you guys drink stout beers? Hell yeah, I do. I like a good mi- I milk had a stout. stout in like six months. It's got to be like winter though. Yeah, that's it's, it's got to have a utilitarian oh, it purpose. Did the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it did the thing. Yeah. Like having two stouts, maybe three stouts, and walking out of the bar, almost." Almost equally as good as drinking milk <laughs> yeah. stouts or stouts is as the moment when you walk out of the bar, your belly's full, you probably had some pub food, and uh, make my way downtown. Walking fast, <laughs> faces passing, I'm home down. <laughs> I, I, I love that walk home. That's the thing I miss about college. Yeah, and the way that the the cold air hits your face and the way it smells and the way it feels, it's just unlike anything else. I like, feel bad that I like the drunk jacket, the drunk warmth. Mm. It's cold, but it doesn't bother you. What, yeah, whatever song comes on next is going to be your favorite thing <laughs> ever. Like That was something that... um. Uh oh, the host for QI. How can I remember that? British, very British, so British. God damn it, Stephen Fry. There we go. Huh? Yeah. Stephen Fry. He had that documentary called "The Secret Life of the Manic Depressive," and he was interviewing Carrie Fisher, now the uh-huh. late Carrie Fisher. And Carrie Fisher was was describing, you know, the state of being manic. And she says, when you're manic and you listen to the radio, songs are being played just for you. Hmm. And what you just said is like, yeah, when you have the buzz on, songs that come on are for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a 
it's kind of like this case file podcast. I want to say that it's a very popular quiz show in the UK that this guy won. And he was manic in that way, in that he assumed that every tweet that this girl was sending out was about him. Oh. And so he got the wrong idea, even though she was very clear and very firm, in fact, about not being into his advances. Yeah. But he, but then she would go and tweet something of, I wish a man would fight for me. And he assumes, like, that's for him. Oh, boy. And all, it gets out of hand. QI isn't a quiz show, is it? Yeah. Oh. The game. The name of the game is that they answer questions, and it, it's kind of like Who's Line, mm. but they answer questions such as uh, where you lose by giving the answer you think is correct. Ah. Uh. Such as how many how many states are in the United States? Well. They want us to believe 50. Right. But they're commonwealths. Yes. And I just don't... I don't... I so know the answer is a commonwealth. And it's Puerto Rico is... A territory. A territory. I thought... Not a state. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I thought it used to be a commonwealth. Um, mm. Well, not a commonwealth, but like what... It, it's a territory. It's a a ter- ter- it is a, it's it is a, a territory. No, it is a territory. But I felt like there's something between commonwealth and territory. Mm. But basically, like only two states are actually states or three it's, it's or pennsylvania massachusetts new hampshire and i think there's there might be a fourth mm. commonwealths commonwealths blitzkrieg 2003 official taco said there were only two states no there are more than two states it's not just us in Massachusetts. <laughs> it's uh, Blitzkrieg 2003. <laughs> Which roadside emergency bathroom stop is the Beth roadside emergency bathroom shop? Is it Sheets? Okay. These are franchise things. Wawa. Hmm. Sheets has larger bathrooms and there's more than one stall. The Wawa in Hamburg only has one urinal and one stall. That's most Wawas, mm, I find. Like yeah, it's one urinal and one footprint. stall stall and then in Hamburg they have some uh porta potties on the outside on the left side of the building. Oh they do now. So that if there's overflow you can just uh, go out there, have yourself a you know, a nice duke. Take a duke of plastic pee. Yeah. It's one of those my answer is rudders because their bathrooms are super nice. They are super they nice. They have two stalls, three urinals. Yeah. Uh it's very you know, just yes. My favorite bathroom in us walking around is the bathroom in the Wegmans near Oaks in the Audubon exit when we filmed down there. Ah. Partly because it's nice and wide and you don't have to do the sideways shoulder move to move past another dude. Uh-huh. And also they have the Dyson Airblade uh, dryers. Yeah, that that they, they, yeah, they have that at Hershey Park too. Because yeah. my least favorite thing about... Uh, just gas station bathrooms in general are any ones that have the accelerator because the the just the decibel yeah i feel like my ears are going to explode and i hate the hell out of them i was to in kutztown's uh student union building and they have dysons in the bathrooms now they're not the airblade they're like half an airblade they're they're still on the wall so you got to go palms out toward them 
but it's still that knife edge of air that comes yeah. through that just slices it the feels water good off. like yeah it takes a little longer to get your hands dry than like an accelerator would but it feels so nice oh just so nice. dyson airblader bless said reading apocalypse hell yeah tell me about it Ghost Kid says, Hey, Mr. Regular, should I RB26 swap my 260Z or keep the stock L26? All right. You don't have a 350Z, so what exactly are we talking about? Yeah, my argument is keep it stock. The thing about engine swaps is that you're never making your money back. If you're doing it in your own garage and doing it for uh, TNG, fine. But see, when you talk about engine swaps and your an your answer isn't LS, there, there are so much more things to to consider. RB twenty six. I don't even think I'd RB26 a 260Z if someone gave me the engine for free. <sighs> yeah, my answer, my answer, Ghost Kid, is keep it stock. Save your money for a completely different car. My phone is almost digging dead. Let's see. Uh, let's see how this thingy works for you. Oh, Wait. I mean, I'll probably i mean use i got this from the hotel at the kia press event <laughs> they had a goodie bag which included a battery mm. let's see ah thank you oh my mom has one of these from kimpton hotels oh no not from the hotels but this exact shape and manner of block including the little led light that's yeah on Except hers is red for some huh. weird reason. Huh. Green Bean, thank you for your generous donations. Hi, from Hot Rod Drag Week. Hello, how is Hot Rod Drag Week? If I survive, I'll submit you my truck for a review. It's a 1964 F100. Sexy. Yes, please do. Regularcards at gmail.com. Your make, model, city, state in the email heading and then down in the comments uh please give me your phone number and a picture of the car very good nice. very nice indeed and yeah it actually does work yeah i got that with like a whole bunch of cables and it was like this kit um from Kimpton Hotels and the Kia Press event, which article I'm still working on, by the way. Yeah. Um, I thought I would have, I thought I would take a week and just uh, put that video out, but we still need one more car to make it to RCR Austin. So that's mm. what I was talking about this Sunday. Yeah. Huh. All right. But yeah, now I have another battery. <laughs> I don't know how long that battery lasts. I bought a bigger one from Amazon, but I keep it in my car. I have a battery pack, but I don't think it's charged. It's in my backpack. I don't feel like getting it. I wonder if Pokemon increased the sales of the battery pack. How so? Oh, because you're just because yeah. you're out. Yeah. I think we only have one more to go. Yep. 
Let's see, it's that illegal donation. Anybody else? Scrolling back up. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's 10.06 p.m. Pass. Got the drunk munchies, but that's how you get fat. Nope, it was just green bean. So the last one here is Ghost Kid. Ghost Kid for $5 just says illegal donation because he wanted to defy this sign. Which well, is technically, usually... we're not accepting questions, but we'll still... Yeah, that was no question. Was yeah, money. it was they just, just kind of like, hey, donation. I'm donating. I'll never argue about money. Oh, hey, John Woods. <laughs> hey, guys, happy to finally... Oh, he just showed up. Hey, guys, happy to finally make it on the chat. Keep doing what you're doing. Also, daily driving an all-stock 1986 300ZX. Wow. I love it. The 86300ZX, did that have the little extra blower fan that was supposed to cool the spark plugs or something? I remember uh, Dan Solner's wife girlfriend living partner had one of those cars or maybe she still has it and it had this weird auxiliary cooler on the top of the engine that was like this blower that just shot air on something i forget what it was hmm. andrew c says drunk munchie sheets burrito yeah right that's the thing about sheets when you got half a load on and someone else is driving Walking into that is like walking into the Charlie and his chocolate factory. <laughs> oh, Snozberries indeed. Von, Von Waffensburg wouldn't nine, be an nine, RC. Nine. Yeah, one ninety nine. Not a question, but thank you for, thank you for donation. Thank you for helping us out. So we are going to wrap this up before any of us, any more of you, threaten us with your money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible problem to have. Yeah, tell me about uh, it. Tittles O'Toole is my favorite Pennsylvanians. Yeah. We are ruthlessly Pennsylvanians. We really are. Uh, it's, um, yeah. Review a golf R. There's so many things I want to do still. It's a wide world out there. Karin says she, uh, he just, or they just made chocolate chip cookies. They, oh, hot cookies right now. Oh, man, now I'm hot hungry. cookies that are all gooey. And you pull them apart and they get gooier. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, sugar. I bought a half gallon of chocolate almond milk. Hmm. That was pretty good. I was a little concerned with the serving size. I mean, I know it was way less than normal chocolate milk, but this stuff said 16 grams of sugar for serving. I'm like, eh, that's two digits. <laughs> and I drank that thing in two days. Yeah. It was, it was good stuff. Because my knee, my right knee, the clicking is constant, I can still run, and I'm at that point where I can meathead my way through it and ignore the throbbing. Yeah. I think what's happening is that the patella, from all the running that I do, and possibly that weird injury I had playing basketball in Alaska, humble brag, um, the patella is getting worn down. So it's probably bone on bone is what's Ew. going on in there. Now, right now, there's no pain. Occasionally, when there's weight on it, I can tell that this knee is weaker than this knee. So at the gym, I've stopped using the treadmill. It's only on day two, not using the treadmill. Mm. And I've been using the rowing machine instead. So yeah. using the rowing machine for 30 minutes. And then going on the bicycle I uh, for, for 10. I 10 on the rowing machine. What do you do after that? 
Um, well, I've started incorporating like other weird things into my workout. Like uh, I start doing the medicine ball thing of right. you know the sit ups and then you throw it at the wall and you catch it. Uh-huh. And um, I started doing the box, uh, like jumping up on the box and mm-hmm. just oh, doing that. those things. And then. Um, Oh, well, I mean, most of it is, like, running on the treadmill, you know? I've, I'll run, like, maybe two miles on the treadmill. Treadmill's so good. I'm, uh, I'm not going to give it up completely, but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing quite like being absolutely drenched in sweat from the treadmill. Yeah, you feel like you've accomplished something before yeah. you've actually accomplished anything. <laughs> so, I, I just sort of, I do the uh, treadmill, I do the rowing machine do the medicine ball, the box, I do the weights uh, sometimes. I try to make it so that it's a well-rounded thing and I'm not focusing on any one part, even though I really should be. But the problem is that when I focused on my core, like my abs were so sore and it just didn't go away and I worried that like I pulled a muscle in my Mm. abdominal region. So I'm just like, well, you know, I'm not taking my shirt off for anybody anytime soon, so I don't think I need a great, like, core right now i don't think mm. i need a six pack but you know it's and plus the war is a war waged in the kitchen you know it's like it's not about uh fuck my greasy face uh because of all the oils uh because i got out of the gym took a shower and then mm-hmm. i came here and now it's like uh i only got all this stuff in my face anyway long story short is that i think I just wanted to be more well-rounded, I guess, as as far as my workouts go, because, mm-hmm. um, and also more well-rounded with my diet because it's about lowering cholesterol and making sure you stay alive, but also making sure you look better without having to work nearly as hard. Yeah. So you know, work smarter, not harder, that type of thing. Like I'm not going to be in a mo- Rocky montage or anything. <laughs> yeah, and there was this thing that uh, Diamond Dallas Page said on. Uh rogan's podcast is you can't train away a bad diet yeah god damn do i like donuts though donuts are amazing but they are categorically possibly the worst thing yeah fuck i walk a pie i walk i walk past the discount uh bakery cart section in my uh grocery and I, since I do my shopping late at night, I, uh, I see the four donuts for a dollar. Mm. They were baked this morning. They're still good. And then I, I roll around to the other overbaked cart, the stuff they didn't sell that day, and I see those apple turnovers mm. for like a dollar fifty. And occasionally I buy them. And I save them for when I edit in the morning. And I start editing the RCR video. I eat my oatmeal, which is good. Yeah. I'll put raisins, extra raisins in it. (laughs) Or put fruit in it. Like frozen fruit. Put it in. It goes ding. And I eat it up. And that 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 was, originally it was tough giving up the uh, the breakfast cereal in favor of the oatmeal, but Yeah. yeah, I got used to that. But the coffee, like I need, I, I I need, I want something with that coffee, and getting that apple turnover, I put it in the microwave so it's nice and soft. Mm. It's gooey. Sometimes I eat it with a spork. Mm. I have sporks. 
I ordered them from Amazon. They're stainless steel sporks. Oh, yeah. And I eat my apple turnover with my coffee. And I'm ready to kick God in the dick. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to go. I edit faster. Ready to meet the day. Oh, fuck. Ready to meet this day head on. I didn't eat any today. Well, I didn't have anything for the past few days. I just ate leftovers of my brown rice and vegetables and whatever chicken or meat is left over. Yeah. And I'm healthy. This must be what it's like for smokers. Yeah, it's like you're trying to trying to make a difference in your life as healthy as you can eat the craving is still there well i mean the craving is always going to be fucking pop tarts you know you try to cut back have a little halo top you try to make it so that you don't have to worry about eating an entire pint of ice cream in one sitting oh i it's the baked goods that are just sticky buns i see them bear claws Bear claws. Just like all these things that are designed of like, why? Shoe fly pie. Why is the world designed in a way to where like we can't eat these things without hurting ourselves? I know. You know, I get everything in moderation, but. And like, now it's odd. It's, it's, it's still technically, it's still the summer solstice. But then pumpkin pie rolls around. Yeah. Well, I mean, all you know, every all the all the college girls are getting low for pumpkin spice right now. I know. You know, they're dropping it low for <laughs> Big Daddy Pumpkin right now. You know, they're gonna get you know pumpkin spice Valvoline before it's said and done. I'm gonna turn on my lift app and go to Kutztown. One. Oh, tomorrow's Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah, it is. Yoga, sh- yoga pants, UGG boots, North Face jackets. <laughs> Heather I- is back in class. <laughs> Man, I wonder if tomorrow night. Just broke. We got to write like tomorrow or Friday. Friday is usually best. Yeah. Yeah. Write on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Write on Friday. Heather is back in class and she's single now. <laughs> Lyle cheated on her. Lyle. It's oh, Lyle. You. I thought you were the one, Lyle. Lyle's got the wispy mustache with nothing in the middle. Yeah. Just the. Von Waffensberg says the Caesar goes into you or the. Any tunnel. Mm. And then there was another one up there that said, like, the podcast goes in the bag or, or, or something. Or it was a donation masked as, like, a joking threat of, like, yeah, there. Put the podcast, podcast in the, the bag, bag and, and no one gets hurt. It. Oh, it's Ghost Kid again. Oh, Thank you, nice. Ghost Kid. Thank you. So, yeah. How yeah. long have we actually been going? Ah, uh, let me fire up. Uh, I'm, we I'm, drank all the scotch. Well, yeah, so it, we've been going for two hours, two hours and 23, 23 minutes. minutes. So that'll be a pretty good one for if you have a pretty uh, good enough drive ahead of you yeah. to listen to. Hopefully this content has been entertaining for y'all. Yep. And um, yeah, we're, I just, we're calling it a, a podcast uh, for regular car reviews. I am Nick. I'm Brian. Thank you for joining us. Have a good night.